0: Just a closer walk with Thee, Grant it, Jesus, if
1: you please. Daily walking close with Thee. Let it be, dear Lord. Let it be. Sing that song.
2: <laughs> you had a song. I'm thinking about this morning. Mm,
3: which song? Hey,
2: baby doll.
3: <laughs> oh god
2: <laughs> oh no i was listening to the the Pacino finale episode and i was just like oh man i can't believe that was real <laughs> like i just uh, can't believe that was real we were so obsessed with that and anything righteous kill related this, <laughs> this time last year oh, that was so funny
4: it's like it's so yeah righteous kill what a movie what a what? dumb this rooster <laughs> What
2: a dumb movie.
4: Dumbest. uh,
2: I was looking at some of our awards and I was thinking about worst cop. And I was like, (laughs) I might still give it to him. Even this time around. Yeah,
4: even with uh, a bunch of the, yeah. Because there are some, definitely some bad cops and there's Mm. some rotten apples in these movies. We'll get to it.
2: We'll get to it. But yes, there's certainly some bad police work in the the Snipes oeuvre. But, But can anything top Robert De Niro? Not knowing his partner thirty years as a serial killer. <laughs> nah,
4: that's pretty bad. That's like pretty like,
2: you know this is my best friend. I barely know him. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I am
4: just just a box of rocks for a brain. Just a total box of rocks.
2: A box of rocks. Hello, and welcome to the award-winning podcast, The Academy Academy, the show that discovers the absolute. Undeniable and scientifically proven, greatest performance in your favorite actor's esteemed career. I'm Don Saunderson. Ooh, and I'm Patrick Grimion. Welcome to the Academy, and welcome to the Wesley Snipes finale, after six months of hard, hard work, some of the hardest work folks mm-hmm. people are saying i'm saying like trump people are saying it's a lot of hard work doing this um, yeah uh you know it's I, not it's not that hard <laughs> but,
4: um, uh, i don't know uh try to get you know uh the troops to watch uh uh u.s marshals and then see how they feel yeah, I, yeah we, we, we've been through we've been through it folks we've been uh, through the
2: gamut not to get off on a tangent already but i watched the fugitive last night oh yeah it's a vastly superior film. Oh,
4: it, that movie's <laughs> great. Yeah. It's...
2: it's truly great. Truly a great movie. uh But we're not talking The Fugitive. We're talking Snipes. We're talking the finale. We're talking White Men Can't Jump versus New Jack City. I've rewatched them both. I believe you have as well, Patrick. Yes, Rick. I have.
5: Oh, man. Um, they still well,
2: hit. Yeah. They're still good. These are good movies. These are fun movies, too. These mm-hmm. are like very rewatchable movies. Boy, I have no idea where it's going to go here, though. We've we've learned a lot this season about snipes and you know despite the fact that these two kind of were i think preordained Mm -hmm. as possible finalists we've we've had a roller coaster ride would you say the same
4: yes i would say that uh there's just been like a lot of ups a lot of downs i feel like this has been uh honestly for the most part maybe our because sometimes this feels like our felt like our funnest season and our breeziest season, and then sometimes it was like a little tough. It was an interesting. Yeah, this was like a, this was an ups and downs roller coaster ride of a season.
2: I think the um, the thing is the difference is just thinking about the previous season is the um, Meryl Streep has like a like a very strong level of quality control. Yes, she's like. Mediocre movie at worst. Pacino mm-hmm. takes such wild swings that it goes so up and down that it's always very interesting. Mm-hmm. Snipes has very clear highs and some movies that are much lower. Right, and the lows aren't as just aren't as fun.
4: Yes, although I will say the lows for Snipes are definitely funner than. If I were to like, if you were gonna put a gun to my head and say the do a Meryl Streep season again or do a Snipes mm-hmm. season again, I'd do Snipes in a heartbeat because I would rather I would rather watch as much gu- gu- guff as I was giving it. I'd rather watch U.S. Marshals ten times than uh, Into the Woods ten times. Like there, yeah. yeah,
2: I think like because you know what's bad is better than mediocre.
4: Exactly,
2: and um, you know, handsomely made but kind of bland versus. Kind of just straight up strange. Uh, I'll take strange any day of the week.
4: Hundred percent.
2: And twice on Sunday. Twice Mm. on Sunday. Yeah. (laughs) In between going to church, of course. (laughs) Yeah. In between. uh, Yep. I I take it on Thursday after the game. Yeah. Exactly. But you know, I was thinking about this was such a different one than Snipes or than uh, Streep and Pacino. Mm -hmm. Certainly because Snipes kind of a. not as celebrated. No. In, I- in a more of a, you know, in the awardsy kind of Holly weird sphere of mm-hmm. things. And thus it makes it kind of feel a little bit more uncharted territory. And also, kind of, the minefield is a little bit tougher to navigate. Mm-hmm. You know, I was thinking about it. I'm going to jump ahead a bit, but we'll come back and forth because this leads well. One of my regrets is just kind of um, the bracket was tougher to put together
4: yeah it's a hard yeah. well like there's no um you know with the, our previous two actors they're so entrenched mm-hmm. in culture uh, yeah. comparatively and they uh you know both of them have like you know they've been around longer and they've also like they have like both of them have multiple books written about them yeah yeah which like i don't <laughs> think snipes anyone has like given snipes and which is a shame like you know shit i hope uh, i hope that the uh, What's like? Is it Cahiers du Cinema that released that like Al Pacino book in Meryl Streep? Give, yeah. give, one to Snipes. That'd Maybe be so much ask, fun. Maybe let us
2: write it. Oh, ooh, <laughs> yeah. ooh, please, uh, dude.
4: If uh, I know I'm pronouncing it wrong, but Cahiers du Cinema.
2: Cahiers du Cinema. Cahiers du Cinema. <laughs>
4: Cahiers du Cinema. Come on, give us <laughs> oh a, guys. give us give the us keys. The
2: Snipes book. We'll tell you how underrated it is. Let,
4: let us write a Toshin book for you. For
2: yeah, the, come on. It'll be handsome. It'll be handsome. You could put it on your coffee table. It'll yes, look great it'll you can look, look great
4: you can like look uh you can uh, you can see like don and i wax prosaic about uh wesley snipes's turn in drop zone
2: yeah <laughs> it's so funny i was thinking <laughs> drop zone was gonna be my 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 poll too for that i was <laughs> like of course we're gonna write an essay on drop zone.
4: oh fuck yeah yeah we're gonna write a 20 20- uh, paragraph essay on drop zone Compare it to like I don't know, like samurai or
2: some shit. <laughs> the, the absolute beauty of drop zone. But it's just he's he's such a um and I mean obviously like he's had a different life too. I mean, mm-hmm. you know, you have when you have to take a break for federal charges on tax evasion. Um, yeah. that sucks. <laughs> it's, <laughs> and awful, it's kind yeah. of like if you look at look at him, he's turning 60 shortly in about a month. Um was that like a peak possible years leading mm-hmm. man years for him when 100%. he was in prison um,
4: although like uh, in some ways maybe like that was like you wonder if that kind of allowed him uh, being in prison sucks and I'm pretty it's, I don't want to say but like mm-hmm. I think like, the one silver lining maybe is that like absence because he was he was stuck in like direct to DVD Mm -hmm. maybe that allowed for like a soft reboot or something you know what I mean
2: people miss him or whatever I mean one of the first people to reach out to give him a post-prison part was of course Spike Lee in the movie Chirac which we did not watch Mm. for the show wish we had another regret yeah I (laughs) was thinking about that too that might be on my regrets list (laughs) yeah throwing our regrets here another regret here we're hitting the regrets hard (laughs) um and I think it you know it goes without saying too it's just I mean we don't know what Wesley Snipes is like as a person. Yeah. Or behind the scenes or anything like that. So we can't really cast any aspersions. Aspersions if he's difficult or whatever. There's only that one <laughs> Patton Oswalt story where he's ripping into him about Blade Three and God only knows. You know, <laughs> yeah. you know, maybe Wesley was rude once to Patton and that was that. I don't
6: know.
7: Right. Um
2: you know, but um there's you know we, we had that great episode about Blade Trinity where we talked about all the chances Ryan Reynolds got.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: Wesley Snipes was in like two flops and was considered difficult by one person and was relegated to directed video.
4: Yeah, that kind of thing. Even is-
2: coming after his biggest series, the Blade series, like almost directly after he was in directed video. And it's like, this man was a $100 million action star. He like paved
4: the way I think there's an argument to be said that he kind of paved the way for Will Smith.
2: Well, I mean, I think he, I think, yeah, I mean, he's a few years older yeah. than Smith. And I think um, the difference is, I think, it's two things. One, I think Smith really, really understood his brand. I hate using that word, but no, I think he really, it, like he was selective in the films that he picked at his peak to kind of make sure that they were going to like check all the boxes necessary. It's
4: like actually like a pretty, like I've heard stories about Smith where like he, um, he would, he's like a smarter, I feel like because of recent things and like his like eccentricities kind of people don't realize how intelligent Will Smith actually is. Like, do you know he would like, he would actually memorize the entire script for Fresh Prince of Bel-Air and in the early seasons, when people were saying their lines, you can see, because Smith wasn't, like, the best actor at the beginning of it. Mm-hmm. He would, like, mouth people's lines as they were saying them oh, that's wild. in some of the earlier wild. episodes. Like, he's not, like, a, I think he's, like, he's, like, a cannier, smarter guy than people give him credit for. Well, I mean,
2: he picked up, too, very early on. Um, <laughs> sci-fi movies, mm-hmm. first as summer blockbusters, worked really, really well. Yeah. Like, that's... family-friendly sci-fi movies. Mm-hmm. Like, And, you know, he's got a huge string of them, whether it's Independence Day or whether it's um, iRobot or, you know, down the line. He's made a ton of them. And a great deal of them were very, very successful. Mm -hmm. So I think taste, as usual, comes into play. Mm -hmm. And I think, too, um, Will Smith is a little more... (sighs) Kid friendly as yeah, a performer. Definitely. Wesley Snipes has more of an edge to him. Mm-hmm. And, you know, frankly, that also leads into kind of um, entrenched Hollywood racism being oh, an issue.
4: For sure. Too. Yeah.
2: And I think we've noticed that over the season. I mean, a couple of things that stick out, you know, how few chances, you know, when Wesley Snipes had a couple of flops, they're like, okay, we're done. You're, you're in direct to DVD territory and then thinking on it too how many movies was he paired with a white guy or white gal as like a partner on the poster oh like the majority of them <laughs> yeah and that really sticks out you know and mm-hmm. i think um if you look at some of his are some of our favorite ones we always pointed to a lot of the ones where he was the clear lead of the movie you know we're talking a passenger 57 of the world we're talking even a drop zone
7: mm-hmm.
2: of the world uh blade the blade series and um yeah it just isn't fair because we're talking about a guy who is just as weird and eccentric as some of our favorite yeah white performers but he just didn't get the get the get, didn't get the at-bats yeah oh to really like take it to take it home because this is a guy who could be nominated for an academy award he's that good he should oh, be
4: easily yeah he just didn't like-
2: get the part just never we we haven't found we haven't found it in this series we didn't find the part that's like an academy type part but he could have
4: i I, well and i think that like i hope that's in his like car in the cards in the future because he is he truly is someone who has that within him and he is so primed for like a sense of some
2: kind Mm -hmm. like he is like and people uh, love it i mean if this show has proven anything we've had what 14 guests 15 guests something like that Mm -hmm. i don't don't remember the exact number but um every single one of them was not hugely some of them were a little bit more so than others but familiarity was way lower oh yeah with regards to snipes than to or pacino and everyone came out of it like we didn't have one person say i didn't like him
4: yeah no everyone liked him even when they disparaged the movie the guests would like you know they would Call out that they liked like I don't think anyone, no one was turned off by Snipes.
2: Yeah, exactly. I mean, we remember season one. We had a street hater.
4: Yeah, we had a huge street hater. And
2: there's and no Snipes haters. No, not no whatsoever. All Snipes lovers, and that goes to that says something. I mean, obviously mm-hmm. it's a small subset of people, but it's like, and then everyone down the line has mentioned like how much they liked him in Dolomite, and. Yeah. It's like that has to mean something. I hope somebody out there is listening that has power to like, you know, put him in a position to really have a cool part. I know we've mentioned we thought he was a match made in heaven for Steven Soderbergh, but I mean, there's other directors that he'd be mm-hmm. knocking out of the part with too. And he better play Whistler Blade Blade reboot um, you better.
4: You better have a big old beard,
2: know, but he's um he's he's a terrific actor. He was a terrific star. Um, and speaking of Academy-level performances, though, this wasn't in the bracket. This is my other big regret, one of my other big regrets. Mm-hmm. Um, we really missed on not uh, getting the water dance in the bracket. Yeah, that's a big. Um, this is a terrific dramatic performance from him. And we didn't get a ton of like big dramatic performances in the same you know we got great comedy we got great action but um water dance is good it's a it's a genuinely good movie i think
4: yeah i think it's like like the three leads in that movie those are like (sighs) career maybe not career high but close to career high performances like that's definitely tough
2: i think they're top five for each of them minimum
4: yeah i mean william Forsyth, like that's probably definitely for him yeah definitely for him Yeah. And uh and even Eric Stoltz is like really good in it like yeah ah, man, he's like an actor who I feel like has been undervalued a bit too. I just uh
2: I, I like him too. I mean I think like and speaking another more Hollywood stench, I mean people still talk about him getting canned off back to the future. and I think that had a huge effect on kind of in, impressions on him.
4: Oh, yeah, because well,
2: it's like- it was not only Zemeckis. But Spielberg was involved in Back to the Future, and if Spielberg and Zemeckis are saying this guy couldn't cut it, mm-hmm. what does that mean?
4: Yeah. yeah, well, it's like it's like that, and then like his big defining role was like Mask, where he was like under yeah. like just an insane amount of prosthetic makeup. So it's like it's it's rough. It's like yeah, he 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 uh you know, and he was able to like kind of you know he's had a great he had, career, he had I-
2: amazing. I mean, the nineties were huge for him as an indie actor he was one of the key indie actors of the 90s
4: yeah i saw him in was it in her smell he crushed yeah. it in her smell he's, he's really, really good, at,
2: good yeah i agree I yeah. Think he, and it was great to see him and you know of course alex ross perry a guy around our age
7: mm-hmm.
2: is very hip to knowing that eric stoltz is good yeah and i want him i want him in something oh
7: you know?
4: man uh put put snipes in an alex ross perry film yeah that oh,
2: would be, yeah, that would be, that'd be insane yeah. i want
4: to see that <laughs>
2: Not a lot of people color Alex Ross Perry movies. (laughs) um, That is true. Yeah, yeah,
4: we might need to work on that a bit. Hey, there we go. I'm
2: sure. I'm sure. Yeah, he's he's a smart, brilliant filmmaker. So I'm sure he's already thought about that. So, um, but you know, I think this this was a learning experience. I mean, we came into the Pacino season. We're like, we know the Godfather's good. Mm -hmm. No, Heat's good. Yeah, The Dog Day Afternoon is good. You know, he's good in these things, and. You know, with Meryl Streep, I mean, it, it is interesting though. With our show, like the cream rises to the top mm-hmm. with these. I mean, Sophie's Choice, Dog the Afternoon, and then with the two we have today,
7: mm. these are good. You know, yes.
2: this is kind of these kind of work out. We don't have any, like, I mean, if we had declared Florence Foster Jenkins the greatest Meryl Streep performance, that would have been weird but um yeah that'd be uh, insane that would have been a strange (laughs) strange thing um and you know Florence had a uh favorable placement in the bracket yeah Florence was very lucky Florence was lucky but I also think you know going back to that um more I think about it I think we we really blew it by not putting Silkwood in the street bracket
4: yeah I mean there's like some, you know, uh, there are some other like Academy Award nominated roles that Streep had like, you know, I think like Julia is like another one that I haven't even yeah. watched it yet. Well, and the thing, too, is that so very quickly, are we going to be doing our? should we like save? Should I just save my regrets or are we kind of just doing them filter here? Man. We'll filter, man. We'll I filter, man. Uh, okay.
2: this, this is a little bit more of a free flowing convo. Okay. We'll just, show.
4: we're just doing a chill chill. We'll throw a regret in as we talk. Um, cause one of my regrets is that, um, you know, the thing about Streep and Pacino is their oeuvres are so huge and massive that, you know, it's fair, you know, we're not going to see every great Streep movie cause that's just a huge mm-hmm. endeavor. That's like a crazy, like we'd have to spend the whole year watching Streep uh, and you can say the same for Pacino too. Uh, but uh, one of my regrets is is that, and I think part of it was because like we had some burnout. Like, w- oh, little Mar- little Hadley, mm. is that Hadley voting for a? Uh, is that Hadley voting for the fan? Yep. No. <laughs> Hadley's favorite movie, <laughs> Bobby. Bobby. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
2: He's a little young for the fan. That scene with Benicio del Toro and the sauna it was pretty violent.
4: <laughs> oh yeah, you know what though. Uh, as long as he close Hadley's eyes, it's all good. Just yeah. Um, but
2: uh, and but, she's uh, she's got a very strange interpretation about how baseball works. She thinks it generally involves a knife fight at home plate. Yeah, she <laughs> ends with a death go. in the rain. Yeah. <laughs> baseball is a very scary, spooky sport. Yeah. <laughs>
4: like when Natalie's 25 one day, she said, someone's going to invite her to a baseball game and oh. she'll be like, no,
2: no. I got Dodgers tickets. <laughs>
7: Why? Why would we do that? <laughs>
5: you sick freak, get away. I thought we were doing blood sports for dead, I thought they died with gladiators.
1: <laughs>
4: uh, but uh, my regret is, is that I, I wish um, I wish we watched the entire Snipe's Uvra. That's like kind of like my one. We were so close. And then I think Eight we just kind of like, we petered out.
2: We almost made it on the theatrical releases. We were we got real close.
4: We were like, yeah, because I think all it is is like Chirac. and is
2: what else is there? It's like one or two. Um, we haven't watched the. We did not watch the new Coming to America.
4: Oh yeah, that's true.
2: Um, Down in the Delta, which was another one we kind of we definitely talked about, mm-hmm. and then um, <laughs> the, the Expendables three. Which... Oh yeah, that's the Expendables three. I forgot about that. Yeah, yeah. and there. Uh... I mean, but I mean, we we came pretty close. You know, oh yeah outside of cameo appearances and that kind of thing we, we got really close definitely. Um, it's, the most, it's the
4: closest we've gotten for a uh, for a uh, bracket actor, I believe
2: yeah I mean each season we get a little I mean we got closer with Pacino than we did Streep and you know we get a little obsessed or
7: we're,
2: mm-hmm. we're noticing that that in this process and I agree you know I mean I wish in particular down the delton Chirac stick out as you know, two we could have watched. Yeah. I don't
4: know. I definitely... Yeah, and you know who knows? Maybe we'll do like a like a wrap-up at some point in the future. Mm-hmm. Just uh, say that we have watched every theater release. Um, well,
2: yeah. I mean, he... he uh, we have not planned it yet, but we have discussed the possibility of doing a 60th birthday party episode later <sighs> this summer. So maybe let us know if you want us to watch those two as well for the 60th birthday of Wesley Snipes mm-hmm. birthday party. So... but yeah i agree i think that that's a that's certainly a regret and i mean you know my regret we kind of talked about a few few episodes ago my big the other one that i wanted to bring up was we under i underestimated jungle fever as Mm. i i think it's a major movie and um movie that deserves to be reckoned with in a serious way (laughs) like not so much a (laughs) jokey kind of way yeah and,
4: it's a it's a it's a legitimate uh work of yeah. a passionate if flawed art
2: yeah which is the best kind of art yeah and you know i think putting that in as just another movie kind of next to like boiling point or something like it that cheapens yeah. It a bit. Yeah, yeah it cheapens it a bit because i think it's you know looking at I mean, I mean, I think, like, the two we have here are worth really diving in on. But unfortunately, Snipes is, does have a lot of, lot more demolition mans than Jungle Fever's mm-hmm. in his catalog, and thus lead, lead to a few more spoofs and goofs, just to the inherent ridiculous quality of some of the moments of these movies. And um, Jungle Fever's a really rock-solid picture in some ways. Yeah. In other really... ways, it's crazy.
4: Yeah. Uh, I respect that movie. And I think there's so much cool stuff happening in that movie that it's kind of like New Jack City, where even though like maybe all the parts don't like mesh into a cohesive hole in the end of it, uh, you're still blown away by like chunks and moments and the risks taken.
2: I um, think You and- have to respect Spike Lee and Mario Van Peeble's passion. Yeah. as Filmmakers—they're both major filmmakers and deserve. I mean, Spike Lee has fortunately gotten a lot more recognition. Van Peoples is severely underrated. If you yeah. ask me. Yeah. Um, but yeah, just kind of. I mean, and, and again, that might be another inherent racism of Hollywood. For sure. Thing, and I hate to just sigh and slough it off, and by saying it like that, because it's a serious issue
7: yeah it's more
2: serious than our show but definitely worth that worth um absolutely noting and like fucking screaming from the rooftops to be honest (laughs) Um,
4: definitely like because like yeah like yeah it just it's just so clear that yeah people of color snipes and spite like this it's like they're just yeah as you've said already the
2: very at the very least and this is a bit they are judged by a far different standard and Mm -hmm. the margins are a hell of a lot fucking slimmer and that's not none of that is fair
4: yeah no it's frustrating it's super frustrating
2: Uh, especially when we're talking about you know i mean spike lee's gotten a lot i mean he's gotten a lot more chances than a lot of people but at the same time he's severely underrated actually in the pantheon of like all time filmmakers because he is an all timer if you ask me he is
4: 100% yeah no like in his like people should talk to him talk about him as rev, reverently as like Scorsese like that he was is, the name
2: that was coming to my mind is that I think he's he might actually be the true heir apparent the next generation Scorsese
4: yeah, well, he well, he's
2: I mean, he's sixty now, but I mean, you know, Scorsese is yeah. almost eighty. But every twenty years, a filmmaker with this kinetic New York quality, mm-hmm. basically, and I, yeah, I mean, I think Spike Lee is a combo of Sidney Lament and Martin Scorsese. Yeah,
4: well, and he also like is like an he has a clear aesthetic and a clear vision, which so many, yeah. like he's so clearly an auteur. Like he's yeah. so like you watch his movies and like it's just it's iconically him. Like you can't well, I, like.
2: I, all the best filmmakers the ones that like not 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 exactly a fan uh, Spike Lee's not exactly a fan of this man but um there's this part in Django Unchained where Tarantino a uh, spoiler if you haven't seen Django Unchained mm-hmm. um at toward the end where Christoph Waltz shoots DiCaprio mm-hmm. and Christoph Waltz looks right down the barrel of the camera and goes I'm sorry I just couldn't help myself. And I think that is such a Tarantino thing. <laughs> like, right. let be honest, as, a, as like an artist himself, and be like, I just couldn't. This is just who I am. This <laughs> is too, it's too good. It can't, <laughs> yeah, <it> was <laughs> like, I was like, I know you didn't want it, but that's the way it goes. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's the same thing with Tarantino at the end of Bastards when Brad Pitt looks down the barrel of the camera and goes, I think this might just be my masterpiece. That's Tarantino talking.
7: Oh, for sure. <laughs> like yeah. they're having...
2: Yeah, it's so clearly, like... And, like, yeah, like, Spike Lee, it's like when he does that shot of, puts the actors on the dolly cart.
4: Oh, fuck, I love that shit. Every time he does it,
2: you're like, of course he's gonna do it, but I'm happy he did it. Or even,
4: yeah. Even, like, his intros. Like, I love mm -hmm. his fucking, like, from Do the Right Thing to fucking the Jungle Fever, all the signs. Those signs are so
2: fucking cool. (laughs) Everything is, like, the most dramatic thing in the entire world. It's great.
4: Yeah, which (laughs) is, like, yeah that's what it's a movie. it should be
2: hell yeah yeah, it's a, yeah. <laughs> like actually i brought so the, like because i think nick was talking about how he didn't like the squibs in uh new jack city and he said it felt like a movie and i was like that's why i like it it's actually you know i'm not to you know nick's entitled completely to his own we respect his opinion completely but it's like for me it's like i like being taken out a little bit and like saying like oh like there's this like handmade Mm -hmm. this is a choice quality. It's, like, not so clean and computer designed.
4: Oh, yeah. I love a, like, a fun handmade heightened reality. It's, like, it's why the Evil Dead movies are so fun. Because you can tell, like, that people put a lot of work into it and they love what they were doing. I know.
2: It's just this bunch of kids who went out to this cabin in, like, Minnesota or whatever and just, like, let's do it. We want to have fun and make something cool that we like. And I think living in Los Angeles, you get a little attuned to the careerism
7: mm-hmm.
2: of everyone around you, yeah, and uh almost all the movies though that people like truly love
7: mm-hmm.
2: are like wildly handmade like passion projects. Mm. The movies that stick around, yeah, tend to like be like that. I mean like they're not I mean, like the slickest things in the world.
4: That's why like even like the first Blade is loved so much because like you can tell that people loved making like that movie is so weirdly specific. I think there's like a spe- when you are truly passionate about something you pr- you, pr- you bring a spe- your specificities. You well, bring was,
7: your, your stamp. I was to
2: talking them. to a co about Snipes the other day and you know I let them know we we're doing the show or whatever and he was like and that opening scene in blade that's pretty good i was like no yeah the blood rave that's like the best thing that's ever occurred in a marvel movie
4: (laughs) and that's all and the thing too is that's like all
2: norrington that's like all that weird british techno guy yeah yeah, who like went to raves himself and was like into that culture yeah clearly clearly was
7: a hundred
4: percent and he brought himself in like that's the thing is if you can't like yeah it feels like it's so much harder nowadays to bring especially if you're like yeah like you said a careerist sort of guy or like making a marvel movie or making a a big studio red notice type film it's so difficult to bring yourself
2: yeah and 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 it's it's just so like you know going back real quick before we move on to the next portion of the show Mm -hmm. um to fugitive i was texting with my brother uh guest andrew saunderson about how good it was and he was watching back to the future at the same time as i was watching the, the fugitive
7: mm-hmm.
2: and what we were talking about was like the difference in the blockbusters is like there's this like handmade personal quality but what is really different and what sticks out in a lot of these actual snipes films too the stakes right what makes those movies we're looking back on so good like the fugitive is a movie about the best guy in the world who's accused of a crime.
7: (laughs) He's just trying to
2: figure out how to get out of it. But the problem is he's being chased by the second best guy in the world. Oh, no. But it's not saving the world. It's saving his world. Mm -hmm. Same with Back to the Future. Marty McFly is not trying to save this. The stakes are him and his brother and his sister disappearing from that photograph. That's it. It's beautiful. It makes it feel more passionate. Like, you can connect with that far more than, like, going to space to save the universe and have some weird, like, universe that isn't even real.
4: Yeah! Because, like, yeah, you want, you don't want to see your sister disappear from your Disneyland uh, yeah. photo trip. Like, that sucks! Even yeah, even totally! Like,
2: what, even, like, white men can't jump, it's like, is, what are you going to get this cash? Is he going to keep Rosie Perez in his life? Is what Wesley Snipes going to get his house? Like, yeah. it's, like, that's real shit.
4: Exactly. Yeah, really? It's not, yeah, you're not, yeah, you're not, like, you know, trying to collect the Dragon Balls or ben- I, eternity I, gems I or whatever the fuck.
2: I, I mean, it's like we were talking about Blade, which is obviously, like, crazy, too. But it's, like, Blade's still kind of just Blade versus Deacon Frost, trying to yeah. stop Deacon Frost. Or, like, or even, like, Two Wong Fu. It's just, like, they come to this town. It's, like, who's going to win this contest? Oh, we got to save... We gotta like change some minds. Yeah, we gotta change in this one town. And it's 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 great. Yeah. And Wesley's got a lot of movies like that. Which is which is cool. You know, he's very 90s in him, you know, classic 90s star, but that also means he's never had to stand in front of a green screen in Atlanta screaming about we need the Earth Cube. Yeah, you know or whatever. We need, yeah, we
4: need the universal.
2: Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. If I only get, if I can only get, if I could put ten rings on my fingers, then I will be able to be in control of the qu- can, qu- quantum sphere. Yeah, <laughs> then I have a bunch of like CGI jizz float around me. I know.
4: Become, yeah, the leader of the the. I mean, there's, there's balls.
2: People work hard on those movies, but I think they need to also be more grounded. Like. i I care if richard kimball finds his like you know i care if marty mcfly makes sure his parents stay together like yeah well i I think,
4: yeah well the thing is is those movies are so filmed by committee like it's just like i think that's just the thing and like and people clearly do work hard on them but it's
2: but i mean even something as like silly as ambulance there was this like oh are they gonna like make it out of this thing like i'm curious like how this is gonna go for these guys <laughs> like they're like i hope i kind of hope the guy from candy man whose name i keep forgetting um
4: oh yeah the guy who plays um he's uh the new he's the new morpheus
2: yes yeah i i'm like I'm, i hope I, they've done just enough crown work to make me like him just enough yeah not, just not just enough
7: perfect amount. um
2: jake johan hall's a likable enough star that even when he's acting like a crazy person you're like oh I want to see what happens with him <laughs> and then the gal who's the ambulance driver is a very engaging yeah. uh, performer too so it's like even like Garrett Dillahunt with his dog in his tiny car
4: oh you know?
2: yeah I love that
4: Garrett D- I love seeing Garrett Dillahunt he's a great uh, just like one of those too. guys yeah, yeah
2: he's, a, he's one of the better guys of his generation yeah it's like that, him and uh, Shea
4: Wiggum like yeah there's just a group of those dudes
2: yeah we watched uh, Jesse James the assassination of Jesse James at um, New Bev the other night. And it's like all the guys on their crew. Or it's like Sam Rockwell, Sam Shepard, Jeremy Renner, Paul man. Schneider, uh, Garrett Dillahunt, And it's just like dudes galore. And Jeremy Renner probably should have remained a dude rather than yeah. a leading man. If he had been just kind of like a weird, like supporting dude, he'd probably be beloved, like truly beloved as a character. Yeah, here. he
4: like, yeah, I think something
2: something happened it's, like he got I he think got like compared him with snipes earlier in the season yeah. actually it's this like desire to be like the guy leading the charge in action movies oh man when you say that uh, new regret when you compare jeremy snipes
4: to to, to Jer- jeremy snipes when you compare jeremy renner to wesley snipes yeah. uh <laughs> jeremy snipes is when renner and snipes enter the fly that's yeah Ooh. don't want to meet that guy it's Terrifying. yeah gross movie. they're not happy
2: <laughs> yeah they're not happy
4: <laughs> i was in the hurt blade uh <laughs> but uh
7: yeah uh,
2: i mean i think what i think snipes is a more engaging as a star mm-hmm. like i think he's a little more charismatic this is no Dista renner i think who i think is a good actor but um i think like yeah like it is a little It's a strange. It's just in this one way of like these guys who really were scene stealers. Mm -hmm. When they get their shot, they're not like content with being scene stealers. They want like.
4: Well, it's like Adrian Brody, I think, had the same thing after the pianist. mm
2: -hmm. Yeah. I think Uh, it happens. And I think probably as a leading man, it's like, oh, it would be cool to like be the dude with the machine gun leading a revolution or, you know, or spin kicking you know dozens of bad guys yeah
4: oh but the regret i wanted to say really quickly on the subject of jeremy renner and wesley snipes is i regret that wesley snipes didn't release a wesley snipes app like jeremy renner yeah that would have been sick if we just had a wesley snipes app we could all like you know log in and talk about how much we like wesley snipes
2: actor musician renovator
4: yes (laughs) (laughs) and then yeah wesley snipes could release some sick country songs with the, the guy from hootie and the blowfish yep oh man this is
2: yeah Paul and is
4: Chris,
0: yeah
2: bring him along well he can you know he can write the tunes we know that we know he's got we know he's got the damn skills oh for but, sure um before we dive into a couple of our favorite segments here we got a new segment in the finale mm. that is dream new beverly snipe's night oh yeah so we get to the academy academy is programming a snipe's night the new beverly cinema here in los angeles california 35 millimeter prints of all of these films we're going to be recording a special episode too like between movies mm-hmm. um so my double think about having some fun mm-hmm. more so than kind of the heavier side mm-hmm. of the evening so he's not in So my double and I, is it cheating to make a triple?
4: No, you can do a triple, do a surprise third. Like this will be like one of those ones where there's two and then they come out and they're like, Hey, we got a secret one for you guys. Yeah,
2: exactly. So we're going to open the evening with Wildcats. Oh, (laughs) followed up by Major League. Ooh. And our surprise third movie, White Men Can't Jump. It's gonna be our third picture of having fun in the world of sports. Triple feature from Wesley Snipes. Everybody has a good time. Oof! Everybody has a good time.
4: Everyone has a good. See, I thought you were gonna go for Streets of Gold as your third. Oh no! 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 We have fun. Like
2: it's one in the morning.
4: You finished yeah. watching. And now you gotta watch this one. <laughs> well,
2: they always said like the fourth movie is always like the freak show movie mm-hmm. of. Um, of those marathons, so that's when you put on streets of gold and just leave. Let everybody come home a little confused. <laughs> yeah, like
4: where was that in a dream? Uh, like, was was that, that a
2: real th- movie? Did that did that happen as a was, movie?
4: Was the guy from Out of Africa teaching Wesley <laughs> Snipes and the dude from Heroes out of box?
2: He was. <laughs> he was.
4: Uh, I would do in those
2: streets. I, they are paved with gold.
4: Wow. <laughs> true true words never spoke true words never klaus. spoken. Klaus. klaus <laughs> <laughs> klaus uh i gotta see uh i also have white men can't jump and mine was gonna be just a double a two one and it's uh you know uh having a good time with harrelson we're gonna do a money train white men can't jump yeah, double you got to and got to and it's just a fun i think money train is like a fun it's a stupid movie it's a yeah it's worse than white men can't jump on every level, but there's just something about that movie. That's so like easy to, to
2: it's just ben, it's the stars. It's them and yeah. J-Lo.
4: They're fun. Yeah. yeah. I mean, they're, they're, like the only, yeah. The only time where I feel uncomfortable watching that movie is when like you, you, you see Robert Blake and his presence is like, it is almost devil. Like he's just like his character in lost highway. That's just yeah. Robert. Yeah. Yeah, I, mean, <laughs> just, I
2: think it's just Robert Blake. That's yeah. just Robert Blake.
4: He's just Robert, but, like, man. Yeah. No, he's, that's
2: he's like, a freaky guy. Yeah he's a, yeah, a, a damn freaky guy freaky man yeah <laughs> uh, he's a murderer yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah he's a, I mean, d- we
4: shouldn't be joking about this no, literal he's devil a little yeah legitimate murderer he <laughs> should yeah we should get bill Cobbs to shoot him <laughs> No, I'm just kidding. Alleged. Uh, alleged. Alleged. Maybe. Uh, maybe. No, not yeah, alleged. It happened. I think it did happen. It yeah. happened. It happened. Uh, um, we allegedly Ew. won Bill Cops. <laughs> yeah, we're cutting this out. Uh, no, we're not. We're fine. Yeah, uh, yeah fuck that guy. Uh, but people. yeah,
2: I mean, this is a good night of movies. It's interesting oh, for sure. you both put Whiteman Can't Jump in our list mm, uh, that's true does that mean anything i think it just means it's a damn satisfying movie is what it means oh yeah
4: i think it's a fun night and it
2: pairs nicely with so many of the movies on our list because you could do like a
4: although man now that i say it as much as i want to do the white man came to money train it could also be like you know a night at the night at the night at a baseball game could be fun where you do a major league uh the fan
2: oh yeah that, that would could be, be good, good too. that would be good too yeah yeah
4: man a lot of good options um yeah, okay. i like
2: it so let's get to it. This okay, is...
4: wait. Can I do one last? Oh, yeah. uh, one last uh, uh, regret. This is my last regret. Oh, go for it. And this is a regret. I'm shouting this. I'm shout. It's a shout out to my grandpa. Uh, we talked about Grandpa Gate. Uh, did my grandpa get bitten by a recluse brown recluse spider? Oh yeah! I talked to my or my grandpa. He actually listened to that episode, believe it or not. <laughs> which the first time he's listened to the podcast. Of course, it's the first time he listens to the podcast. Is the one where, uh,
2: uh, factually, you questioned if he survived a it, poisonous spider, <laughs> right? And
4: uh, apparently, he told my mom, "Yes, he did. He got bitten by a brown oh, recluse yeah. and survived." So, grandpa vindicated.
2: Uh, T- grandpa. Tough. Your grandpa, man, he's a tough guy. He's See, probably carrying around like a two by four, like Buford Pusser or something like that. <laughs> he's up.
4: he's had malaria. He's been in a helicopter man. crash. Like my grandpa's been through a couple oh, of crazy. Yeah. yeah, he's like you know,
2: uh, it's unstoppable.
4: Yep, he was a uh, fell off a horse and then like was stuck in the horse's like rain as the oh, horse wow. was like he's done like my grandpa's hard as nails. So shout yeah. out, to, shout out to my grandpa. He's man, cool as
2: hell. The hero of the week, Patrick's grandpa. Yeah. Has your, new- has your grandpa ever uh shilled Doseki's beer? Because uh, he sounds like the most interesting man in the world. Whoa! Whoa! Yeah, yeah he
4: he'd make he makes that guy look like shit. I don't yeah, that know. That guy's a
2: loser. That guy's a loser. Lose guy's in a loser. The suburbs. He's like Henry Hill, a regular <laughs> schnook. He's a regular schnook. You're here first. The Dosaki's guy, a regular schnook. I ordered some spaghetti the other night. It was just it was just noodles and Pasta and, and pizza and ketchup. <laughs> oh, God, that's so grim. Uh, big ups to Ray Liotta too. I don't oh. think we ever said on the show. All right, PA King, one of the kings, absolute king. Um, the Academy Academy Awards, yes. Hollywood's biggest night.
4: Yes, the stars are here.
2: The stars are all. The there's, there's klaus marie Bandoir. yes look there's uh there's tom wilkinson with his bread there's the, oh my god there's the dog from one night stand uh, he's <laughs> smelling my crotch <laughs> get out of there buddy so, so let's say out some awards. we went really long last season on this but we might do it again Who yeah knows? i got a good yeah. bunch of good ones i got a bunch of fun ones too um i'll start off um i don't know if you have this one Mm. but uh the Meryl Streep honorary best accent no there were not as many accents this season but there was one accent that sticks out for me and that is of course Japan expert Sean Connery in Rising Sun (laughs) nothing like a scottish guy explaining japanese culture (laughs) (laughs) very iconic 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 well-deserved award
4: (laughs) (laughs) oh man uh okay my award is the most unhinged personality trait okay and i'm giving it to hatred of spice (laughs) to Arliss Howard's character and
2: to Wong Boo thanks for all the love Julie Newmar you know at the Cannes Film Festival they're only allowed to give out one award per movie so if you win best picture you can't have a best actor mm-hmm. does that take Arliss Howard out of the running for the stamps.com villain of the season Oh. Who's to say? Mm, who's um, to say? I don't know. Virgil. Virgil might be out of the running. So I have, um, I have a twofer here. Mm-hmm. Twofer. This is the best corrupt figure of authority and worst <laughs> corrupt figure of authority of the season. The best corrupt figure of authority goes to our great friend Alan Alda in Murder at Sixteen Hundred. <laughs> He was my favorite
7: of the season, at least.
2: Um, And the worst crop figure authority this goes to two gentlemen. And of course, these are suspended architecture partners
6: Tim Robbins
2: and Brad Durf from Jungle Fever. Oh, man. I love that
4: they're getting a shout out. What great uh, annoying nerds. Yeah. Terrible terrible racists. Yeah, horrible. The worst. They suck. They do a good job, they own it. Um, okay. My uh, next award is one you probably have. I have, it's best death.
2: Oh, I don't have best death. That's great.
4: Oh, good. Cause there are a bunch of great deaths. Oh, we know it. You know, be it. Uh, I've killed a lot of people this season.
7: Yeah.
4: You know, a lot of people shot, a lot of people falling out of buildings, all sorts of things. I got to give it to Gary Busey and Drop Zone. Yes. It is such a, I just watched it on YouTube just to kind of like uh, solidify my vote and then I end up watching it 20 times because it's like the funniest, best thing ever. Uh, Gary Busey, his like, uh, his, his, uh, his parachute malfunctioning, him falling off the building, him going, Aah! and then crashing into the... Crashing into
7: the, the, the trajectory is insane. Like, he's
2: like, oh, the- he's like a damn missile. <laughs> <Yeah>.
7: like- <laughs> the arc he had to... Like he, he, had to
4: earn it. Like he was going for it. Yeah. It was like Gary Busey was like, if I'm dying, someone else
2: has to come with me. <laughs> I I mean, I mean, I'm such a fan in the '90s of the we have to kill him three times, um, type death scenes. Yeah, like John Malkovich and Con Air is probably mm-hmm. my favorite. Mm-hmm. You know, but uh, great call, great call there. Um, my next is best terrible large adult son. Oh, that's so good. Um, we have no proof. You know, everyone has parents, regardless of one's relationship with them. We don't meet this character's parents, but uh, safe assumption that he's a terrible large adult son. This course goes to Chris Penn in Tu Wong Fu. Kate oh. <laughs> uh, uh, Donovan in
4: Murder at 1600 snubbed. Oh, you're right, you know. Not, maybe not that maybe not that memorable <laughs> not memorable but
2: but yes a true uh, a true adult son
4: yes yeah no but chris Patton totally well
2: earned what do you got next
4: okay uh my next one is uh the best band whistler was a roadie for in the late 60s <laughs> to early 80s <laughs> and you know what uh you know, he did like tour with uh, with. Uh, he did like you know he was like moving amps for the Eagles, and you know he saved Don. He, he, unfortunately he couldn't save Don Henley from becoming a vampire yeah. at a uh, California Jam nineteen seventy four. That just you know, it's just, it was tragic. He just couldn't do it. But I have to say, like when he was uh, he he you know he I think he was with Mountain for a time. I'm going to give it to Mountain. That was the best band yeah. he toured with. I think he like saved Leslie West from like a uh, a chupacabra at one point. I think. <laughs>
2: If, if you think that vampires are trouble, uh, you should look into getting some bad Texas cocaine. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I did a number on that mountain tour. Yeah. I almost died with Winger. <laughs> yeah. It's like we let Kip Winger drive the bus after a bender. It was a tough call. <laughs> Still not allowed in Laredo. <laughs> I got a I got a tiny limp. It's not too noticeable, but it's there. And I blame that on Winger. <laughs> Winger, they're all vampires, by the way. They're all <laughs> every single one of them vampires.
4: She's yeah. only seventeen. That's a weird song, dude. That's a weird song. That's a weird. You
6: know, I hung out some weird people. That's
4: weird. Yeah, so I'm giving it to Mountain. Uh, that's the dumbest award I've ever given. Ever. That's very good. I got. Oh. I have
2: a. I have a classic award next, and this is of course the oh, okay. category, best cop, worst cop. Ooh, of that's the season, good. we of course, as usual, met a lot of a lot of law enforcement uh, this season. And um, best cop, I gotta give it to Mario Van Peebles in New Jack City and Hard Luck. This is a man who comes to investigations with the baby Bjorn, showing what <laughs> kind of gentleman he is. <laughs> he just wants truth. There's, there's, he's an incorruptible guy. He just. Worst cop. Oh, for sure. Uh, A uh, tie. There was a tie in the votes. Can you believe it? Wow. Um, Worst cop is a tie between the collective Brooklyn police force, (laughs) Brooklyn's (laughs) finest. (laughs) The entire group. Well, pretty bad. And John Spartan of Demolition Man. i think man john spartan that's a good one yeah he's definitely one of the worst cops we've met <laughs> oh for
4: sure he was yeah what was it like he's like oh i killed a million people to <laughs> get wesley to get wesley snipes oh for sure for sure uh at least he learned how to use the seashells at the end
2: yeah maybe but he didn't maybe. tell us i'm still <laughs> crapping on floors yeah
4: <laughs> He's just crap. That's so funny. I like the idea that he just never learns. He's just, yeah, just constantly pooing in weird Andrew places. Sandra Bullock is
2: very upset when <laughs> they move in together. For many reasons, she's like, this is a huge mistake moving in with this guy.
4: Yeah, this swamp ass man. Uh, I know. <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> horrible. Uh, oh, man. My next one. Uh, I'm going to do best one-liner. Ooh,
2: here we do go.
4: A lot of great ones. You know, always bet on black. Incredible. All-timer. Uh, all-timer that actually might be the best one uh but i have to give it my favorite one-liner is from new jack city and it's when uh nino is haranguing his troops he's haranguing his squad and he goes says to g money sit your five dollar ass down before i make change I love that line so much. There are
2: so many good lines. When G-Money calls Dada, man, you no-talking bastard. Uh, <laughs> it's so, so funny. It's so good. Uh, Great. Incredible. Yeah. Oh, it's so good. What a, what, what a film. Um, I got a big one here. Oh, man. This is, this is a, one of the hottest new awards of this season. This is, of course, the best Dennis Leary goes to Dennis Miller in Murder at 1600.
4: (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I had another regret related to Dennis Miller. I forgot that uh, I regret not bringing up he calls. He calls and murdered 1600. He calls Snipes Stingo. He goes, come on, Stingo.
2: Oh, it's probably one of his references because Dennis Miller is like the only guy who remembers Sophie's choice.
4: Yeah, he remembers it from the book. He never read, he never never watched the movie. Never Never saw
2: saw the film. He's like a regular Stingo. Um, (laughs) Dennis Miller, still somewhere in the catacombs. He's dead. The White House. The
4: skeleton is just at the bottom of the White House.
2: (laughs) <laughs> you would have thought I was going to give it to Dennis Leary for Demolition Man, but, oh, uh, different Dennis. Mm-mm. Both uh, super funny. Super for sure. funny comedians. Um, what do you got next?
4: Oh, man. Uh, I have, uh, this is a good one. I love this one. Because this one
2: has so many good choices. This is best name.
7: Best oh, Snipes I got best,
8: name.
2: I, oh, best Snipes name. Because I got a, I got best character name overall. So oh, okay, go good. Here.
4: So this is this is specifically for Snipes. Uh Cause he has a bunch, you know. They're all cool. Oh, they're all so cool. You got Shadow Henderson and Mobetta Blues. You have Romeo uh, Romello Rome Scuggs and Sugar Hill. Uh, Bobby Rayburn, Bobby, Bobby. the fan. <laughs> <laughs> Uh But you know what? My favorite one, and you, you you introduced it to me in the last episode. It's not even in a movie we saw, but when you told it to me, I couldn't. It's just such an insane name. I love it. It's 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 Enter the Marksman paint, Painter
2: from the Marksman. Enter. Enter
7: Painter. <laughs> just,
2: <laughs> enter was, Painter. Before he became a marksman, he was just a weird kid. <laughs>
7: <laughs> the weirdest. His parents. What, what? Did he grow up on a commune? Enter. <laughs> they made my kid enter.
2: <laughs> they bumped into him like they. Dennis Hopper and Peter Fonda stayed at his parents' house in Easy Rider.
7: <laughs> yes! 100%. Enter
1: Painter! Oh my god. Crazy! That's an insane! What an insane! That makes Flipper Purify seem normal!
2: That makes, yeah. Boy, he's played some wild ones. Uh, oh um, my goodness. So, my my best character name is a tie as well. This, of course, goes to. Time on Creep, you Time on Creep, that's such a good name. And of course, Scotty Appleton, New Jack City. Oh
4: fuck yeah, those are incredible. Time on Creep and Scotty Appleton are so Appleton is such an insane name to give to
2: Ice oh, Tea for Ice Tea. It's it's the, it's like <laughs> the one name, like. Yeah, he looks like a Scotty Appleton. No,
4: he doesn't. No, that's like, you know what? Who looks like a Scotty Appleton? Ed Beagley Jr. and She-Devil. That's a Scotty Appleton. Yeah. (laughs) Jesus Christ. That's so crazy.
2: (laughs) (laughs) Like, Tom Cruise played Scotty. You know, Michael J. Fox played Scotty Appleton in the 80s in, like, Secret of My Success.
4: Yeah. Oh, for sure. Yeah, that's, like, the name of, like, the white nerdy friend next door neighbor kid in like the cosby show or something yeah. oh, little appleton's coming it's over
2: not the name of like new york's toughest vice cop yeah you don't want to fuck with scotty appleton yeah, he literally <laughs> feels sexually aroused when he gets fucked with
4: yeah <laughs> it's just like yeah oh man that that has that might also be uh, an honorary great one-liner like
2: it's so, incredible. I, want to kill so it bad. Night, I was like, Jed, it's coming up. The light of the movie is coming up right here. Uh, <laughs> like, it's, what? I'm
0: like, oh my,
2: oh my God. I, like, I know. I it, know.
4: It's a, one of the craziest moments in movie history. It rolls it's so hard.
2: It's a, it's a third act. <sighs> it goes hard show. forever. It goes yeah. hard forever. What do you got next?
4: Oh, man. Uh, this one uh, is Best Squad. Oh,
2: so- I've got a best crew. Best crew, well. good,
4: uh, and I think we'll have different ones because, like, yeah. there's so many squads and crews to choose from. They're all incredible. Uh, oh, tons of them. Yeah, they all rule. They're all the best, and like, uh, <laughs> like you know, you're can...
2: voting for Ethan Hawke's Poker Buddies.
7: <laughs> no, get them <laughs>
4: out of here. Be gone. That's what I'm saying. I'm like, uh, I'm like that little kid uh, who is uh, uh, just uh, totally. Uh, uh, ashamed of Charles Barkley's, Barkley's poor basketball skills in Space Jam going, uh-huh. be gone, be gone. I'm doing that to Brooklyn's finest. <laughs> be gone. Uh, no, but I have to give it to you. There's flashier ones. There's better ones because we've had so many good from King of New York to, you can make an argument that like uh, the Julie Newmar, like there's like yeah, that cruising, that
2: Yeah, they're a crew.
4: They're a crew and they're incredible. Uh, but I got to I'm gonna give it just because of like the the purity of it and the simplicity of it. The Passenger Fifty Seven Crew. Mm. I, I love the Passenger Fifty Seven Crew. There's just something kind of like perfect about it. Where like they don't have to have friendships. We don't need to know why these people are like, you know, following Missed this crazy Englishman.
2: Ragtag group group of terrorists.
4: Yeah, like from the most disparate, like in. Oh, like, you have this guy from, like, you have Forget and, like, mm-hmm. Elizabeth Hurley and Mark McCauley, like, all these, like, different weirdos. uh, And they're all just, you know, part of Rain's gang. And they're just going to, like, you know, achieve his goals by whatever means necessary.
2: Whatever his goals are. Hey. Who cares? Who's I don't who know. Who cares? Who's He's, he's Chaos. Bad. He's a, yeah. a chaos sewer. He's a baddie. He's a bad guy. Regular Joker um, type. <laughs> My crew, um, I got to go with the football team from Wildcats. Whoa! Uh, <laughs> excellent. Uh. Just a ragtag group of uh, young guys led by a gal, you know, fighting back against terrible Bruce McGill and the rich kid team. Man, that's a good, that's a great crew.
4: That's a fun squad. There are so many teams. Like, yeah, New Jack City had a great crew. Uh, King of New York had an incredible crew uh us marshals they had a
2: crew like there's like a lot
4: of good this is a crew heavy major yeah. league
2: another great crew oh yeah i mean i was just saying that like oh, is wildcats even my favorite sports team <laughs> i think made the, the cleveland team i'm <laughs> i don't know um i get a big award here
8: oh, man, i want to jump excited. ahead
2: on it's one of the biggest so best paco best <gasps> paco that's Paco. Y'all might recall that Serpico, his friends call him Paco from last season. My goodness. And there's only one person this can go to. Of course, it's Tommaso. So! His friends call him Tommaso.
4: What's up, Tommaso?
2: what is it I love you Tommaso everyone loves you <laughs>
4: <laughs> you're, the, you're the ball of the ball if
2: if someone just gave Tommaso that compliment maybe he wouldn't be as stuck in his head it's true because all you Tommaso freaks now out there who've seen the film know Tommaso is a bit neurotic yeah got a couple <laughs> of issues yeah, this,
4: with women <laughs> at women uh distrust of women in general (laughs) his desire to be on a cross in front of an airport (laughs) yeah i love tomaso tomaso rocks
2: tomaso rolls what What a weird movie willem Dafoe is just a king
4: king one of the very best
2: one of the very best to do it what do you got
4: i got hmm looking through my awards i am gonna do worst best friend oh i've got a friends one too we're uh, on the
2: same page here
4: nice uh and this one there's a bunch of like i feel like any of the characters woody harrelson played not the yeah, best yeah. not the best of friends but uh i'm gonna give it it's already been referenced i'm giving it to harlan Reaches and murder at 1600 because he just straight up leaves fucking dennis miller to die <laughs> in the fucking sewer <laughs> he's a bad friend not a cool he does friend. yeah he just leaves yeah. him to die it's all like and he, and he, and he basically like he lets him die so he can become cool friends with the president
2: yeah and i think he, there's this kind of like snipes is waiting around for a better friend he's like, yeah. waiting to meet a better friend mr president i think you fit the bill
4: Yeah. (laughs) Do you know anything about the Civil War, Mr. President?
2: Harlan Regis, another good character. God, what a crazy... He's just filled with crazy names. It rules. Um, (laughs) So on the flip side, I got best friends. Oh! And um, these are Rudy Ray Moore's friends in Bill Wilmite, who go along with him on all of his schemes. Another good crew. One of the great crews. And they're just so loyal and nice to Rudy. It rules. And it really rules. My worst friend is Spike Lee in both Jungle Fever and mulvetta Blues.
4: He's a jerk! I, kudos to Spike Lee for playing kind of unlikable likable character. Yeah, both he
2: railroads both leads <laughs> in
4: both movies. Just total stinker. <laughs> total stinker in both films.
2: Let's do a couple more here. What do you got next?
4: Oh, man. Uh, you know what? I'm going to do Best Outfit. Ooh big one this big is one. a huge one, one uh, yeah the double tank top look in west uh in white men can't call it wet true west or something true uh west. and true west <laughs> i had to see a performance of true West with at least That'd so be different uh but uh uh and white men can't jump is incredible uh the uh new jack city all of his looks are just insane they rule and he like slowly turns as he as he slowly turns into a dracula throughout that movie just like like the red shirt even like i love there's there's something the understated blue button up in passenger 57 that's a great look for him too just it pops uh but uh i'm gonna have to give it to uh his simon phoenix and demolition man yeah that that overalls the bleached blonde hair that like reddish uh kind of like a burnt all reddish almost burnt orange tank top like fuck and then later on he gets like the weird like body like armor murder, thing yeah the murder ball like <laughs> like, <laughs> like slam ball like body armor <laughs> or whatever like whatever futuristic game they play in that i guess i don't play play sports in the future but uh man he just it's a great look it rules that's like it's an iconic, it's an iconic, it's an iconic look. You can't, you can't help but stand it.
2: Um, you totally agree. I've got, um, I'm going to call it one of the big awards of the evening. One of the ones people look forward to the most. Mm. Best goon. Damn. Yeah. Do you have best goon?
4: I don't have that. Cause I did like best crew or best squad. Okay. So, but, I, but I can think of one off the top of my I head. I think
2: that there's only one choice this, this season. And that is of course, Donald Logue in Blade is the best goon of the season
4: yes yes
2: (laughs) he is such a good goon he is such a heads off to you donald because it is uh it's everything you want from a goon
4: (laughs) well and including the ability to come back to life from near death (laughs) yeah
2: he's funny he's weird he's crazy he's undyingly loyal to deacon frost (laughs) (laughs) oh man he has that that weird hat like he's a great what a great goon he's got white guy dreadlocks it's all happening for him. <laughs>
4: That's an insane, uh, like a like a, a reggae cowboy. That's what he looks like yeah. in the movie. Just a wild, yeah. What a wild,
2: um, good. just good stuff. Good stuff.
4: Very good stuff. Hats this off to you, for sure. Uh, this is my last award. Okay. I'm giving it to uh, best hobby.
2: Ooh, okay. And
8: this is just. Like
4: this, I know is, if this might. Be. This is neck and neck. This is tough because. With Undisputed, you have the. Uh, you're making popsicle stick statues. They're incredible. Like, you have, like, the, the pagoda. You have the. Uh, yeah, the pagoda, The popsicle sticks are. But you know what? As much as I love the popsicle stick pagodas and Eiffel Towers, the best award by far, the best hobby by far, I have to give it to the Civil War figurines yeah. and murderers. <laughs> it's insane. You open. Marlon Regis's house, it's, it's fucking nuts. It's just, he has a million, he doesn't have furniture. You get the sense that this man doesn't have a bed. Like, as if you open the door to his room, it's just more he, weird. He,
2: he lays out a sleeping bag under one of his tables of battles.
4: <laughs> yeah, a sleeping bag shaped like Stonewall Jackson. <laughs> yeah, it's, it has
2: to be if, this, if, if Wesley Snipes' apartment in Murder at 1600 had not walked away with some award, it would have been a Twitter outrage.
4: Yeah. America would have uh, uh, put us in a guillotine.
2: <laughs> Moitered us. <laughs> so I have uh, I have three more. Awards. Oh, shit. I can actually,
4: I have one more, actually. I can do okay. another one after this. So go, give us. Uh,
2: I have uh, a classic, oldie but a goodie, most annoying character. Award. Mm. That's good. And We have to tip our hats to James Ratbag Krojcik. Yes! Stevens, under- <laughs> <He's>,
4: <laughs> the dumbest character. I love him. Yes! Yes!
2: Uh, he well, deserves I, it. Much like Donald Logue, he, he came to play for this category. <laughs> so for what
7: sure. do you got?
2: Oh, man. I'm going to do best
4: living quarters. Okay. So many good, like, you know, the aforementioned apartment. Yeah. You brought that up. That's great. But you know what? There's one place. Or we could also talk about like the scummy hotel that Woody Harrelson lives in and white mm-hmm. men can't jump. But uh, you know what? I have to give it to Nino Brown. Nino yeah. Brown's gothic mansion. In New gothic J- lair. From the world of Tim Burton. <laughs> 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 His New Jack City gothic lair. It's like bat lair. It's so crazy. The amount Mario of Mario can-
2: Van People's instructions to the production designer was make it spooky.
4: Yeah. <laughs> I'm surprised we didn't see like bats flying occasionally or like hear like a wolf like a oh!
2: Like, the wolf dog from Ghostbusters is there.
4: Yeah. <laughs> Slimers hanging out in the corner eating hot dogs. Like <laughs>
2: Slimer is replaced duda man. <laughs> oh my god, if Slimer was
4: inevitably someone released a Slimer cut of New Jack City where yeah. <laughs> he's just hanging out with the crew. <laughs> Please. So good. Uh I love that house.
2: I love that um it's just the best. It's a great man's. And uh my next award is best lawyer. Mm. Um this is going to Nino Brown's strange ginger ponytailed bow-tied lawyer who's never yeah. named in New he, Jackson. He, <laughs> like, he, where, where did Nino find this guy? He went to college
4: with uh, Sean Penn and Carlito's Way. They went yeah. to the, oh, yeah, the same school. Oh yeah, same school. Let's
7: do weirdness.
2: You know, Sean Penn, of course, won best lawyer last season for the Pacino season. <laughs> we like our lawyers weird and sleazy.
4: <laughs> oh, for sure. For um, sure.
2: So I think we can both vote for this next one, Patrick. This is yeah. our this is our best picture outside of our votes here. Of course, the stamps.com villain of the season.
4: Oh man. So many um, good villains.
2: I can go first while you if you want to brainstorm.
7: Oh, I think whatever. I already have my. You villain. got it. Okay.
2: Yeah. Well, I'm gonna go with um naturally. Cass and Chang, the sawtooth killers from last Whoa! week's Hard Luck. Whoa! <laughs> So, congratulations, you two freaks. <laughs>
4: <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. See, okay, so I was gonna, man, I don't know if I wanted to go that route or if I want to be like, because, like, I wanted to go Nino Brown. I wanted to yeah. say Nino Brown is like the greatest villain we've had on the pod. He's like an iconic character. He's, yeah. up to, he's up there with all the great. But then, you know.
2: But do you want to be funny?
4: I do want to be funny. I do <laughs> want to be funny. So, I think. In the spirit of the Sawtooth Killers, I'm going to put Nino Bryan aside. Like, you're the real vote, Nino, but put that aside. I'm giving it to the Gallo Walkers. Everyone's favorite character is the Gallo Walkers. (laughs) From their uh, necessity to have uh, new skin every week uh, (laughs) to uh, (laughs) needing to to ease of spine ripping out. Like, it's very easy to rip out a spine... (laughs) <laughs> of a Gallo walker oh apparently because oh fucking wesley God. snipes can do it with his bare hand <laughs> which rules
2: weird movie it's like do you want to do blade but kind of weirder and worse Gallo walkers yeah <laughs> <laughs> do you want to like uh be
4: in a movie that's kind of like if, if an aloe like a, a movie directed by alejandro Jodorowsky, if after he was hit on the head with 500 coconuts consecutively
2: yeah, he fell out of Keith Richards <laughs> coconut tree.
4: Yeah. Said, Keith Richards kept throwing coconuts at him.
2: Yeah. common uh, occurrence. Co- yeah, permanent <laughs> coconut brain. Yeah. Look out for Keith Richards when he's got some coconuts around. It's dangerous.
4: It's yeah, dangerous. He's a- <laughs> Up there with uh, he's like he's like he's like the villain of uh, Money Train 2. He's the other guy, he's in there, except he's only
2: in it for like five minutes. And the rest of the movie's about them robbing something.
4: Oh, god, (laughs) yeah, that's like worse because I almost
2: thought about filling a season for Chris Cooper because he's actually quite memorable in Money Train. He would be a fun he's but they just a, didn't give him enough to do. He was a genuinely scary guy.
4: Yeah, he's a good he's a good actor. Like and he's good actor. Uh, Like yeah. I just yeah, watched him in adaptation recently and uh I was like, Oh yeah, he deserved the Oscar for this. He was great.
2: Hey, he's really good in it. Boy, well, congratulations to all the winners, to all the losers. Maybe there's always next year. Yes. Um, you know, movies, they're all they're all a miracle, as Patrick once said every movie is a
4: miracle. Yeah,
2: and you know, you might have your chance next time put this on your mantle, put it in the bathroom. Oh, it's crazy. It's funny to have your academy academy award in the bathroom.
4: Oh. Wow, this guy's so flippant about his awards.
2: Yeah, flipping. He doesn't
4: care. He's just in it for the craft.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but speaking of craft, we're we're we we now are going to be honoring some of the finest craftsmen and women we have met over the course of this season and you know it's cumulative hall of fame is a career award mm. so this is the john kazale academy academy hall of fame this year's inductees the J C A A H O F, as the kids on the street are calling it the john kazale academy academy hall of fame to remind you last year's inductees included john Cazale himself james tolkien lee strasberg james rebhorn dominic kiannis craig t nelson penelope allen and Mary Elizabeth Mastrantonio, who are the luminaries to join those luminaries this year in the Academy Academy Hall of Fame. Patrick, do you want to induct the first member of the 2022 class?
4: Yes. uh, My first uh, addition to this class is none other than uh, the pest himself, John Leguizamo. Uh, from his iconic turns in Carlito's way and the fan to his, uh, honestly, maybe the best performance. I might like him more than Patrick Swayze in Wong Fu. I think he might be genuinely like, he's just such a fun, you can tell that he is having like a blast in that role. Like, yeah. and, he, and his level of commitment is always just like, I don't think anyone commits as hard as, uh, as like with Zabo. Like he is like all in. No matter what he's doing, and uh, I love that. And yeah, he's like a part of the fam now. He's yeah, part of the. He
2: can't he can't forget to. He's in righteous kill.
4: Oh yeah, <laughs>
2: yes. who can forget his? <laughs> who maybe can he can. He's in righteous. Yeah, kill. maybe he's not always committing. Maybe I take that back. Maybe but I take that back a little bit. The bottom line is, Jim Leguizamo <laughs> is a Derek Jeter. He's a Kobe Bryant. Yeah. Type generational talent in the Academy Academies universe. Clear first ballot Hall of Famer uh, upon eligibility this year. Because he added two more movies to the mix and one of them <laughs> and neither of them were righteous kill. <laughs> um, uh, mine, another five tool player, a guy who has brought the heat in two memorable performances that we've seen thus far in the Academy Academy. And I was just taking a look at our upcoming schedule. We're going to see him again a few times. So we're, we're basing this on futures as well. And of course, we're talking about my close friend, Vigo Mortensen of boiling point and carlito's way playing Laleen, almost making it up based on Laleen alone mm-hmm. into this hall of fame great actor weird actor the kind of actor we like at the academy academy we're happy to induct you vigo mortensen into the academy academy hall of fame 2022 class
4: oh for sure vigo we love you and I could see you complaining about being in a I could watch you complaining about being in a diaper for 4 hours. Yeah. You're, you're the bob.com man. Diploma,
2: get us the outtakes. Get, yeah. get us the outtakes. Release the diaper cut. diaper cut. We, we need realize. the diaper cut. And you know, I he was, when I saw him in person a few weeks ago at Crimes of the Future, did it cross my mind to ask some Lillian related questions? Of course it did course it did but i'm polite he was there to pitch and sell us the new cronenberg movie so no no lillian updates there but you know just to be in his presence was enough
4: ah it rules yeah hey loved him in uh he's great and he's in a in a in in, um crimes of the future he's a lot of fun
2: yeah that he is uh yeah, maybe not fun. Maybe fun's the wrong way to describe his there's performance. Nothing very, there's nothing particularly fun yeah. about that. He's not movie. Being it's a kind Goop. of funny. It's kind of a funny movie, but it's not particularly fun. Yeah, it's not like
4: uh yeah, this isn't like, yeah, don't go there if you're expecting goops a minute, folks. Uh. It's,
2: it's, it's, he's not he's not folding up a pizza in half deed it in one sit. he's
4: not he's not he's not comically tripping on his entrails like Donald Duck or some shit.
2: No, uh. he's he's using them for sexual foreplay. Anyway yeah. On that note. On that
4: note. <laughs> uh, I'm going to give, okay, my next, um, I'm going to change. So, my next two, I'm actually, I'm going to change the ones I was thinking about this and I'm going to change the ones I gave you, uh, Don. Okay. And, and I think they're going to be, I don't think they're ones that you picked, so we'll see. And so, for this one, I'm going to give it to uh, Tyra Farrell. Tyra Farrell. Who is, uh, she's the, uh, she's John, uh, not John Leguizamo. she's uh, John Taturo's paramour. In Jungle Fever, okay. and she's the wife of uh, Wesley Snipes in A White Man Can't Jump. Excellent. And she's just like a fun. She's like Excellent a really underrated great, actor. Yeah, and she just like adds everything she does. She like she, she she's kind of given like semi thankless roles, and she like really kind of makes them pop whenever she's present. So I think like she's a good she's a good performer, she and absolutely uh, elevates. Yeah, exactly.
2: Wonderful um my next pick um natural. he had a just a major season here in the show Mm -hmm. that's of course bill nunn
4: oh he ruled
2: mo better blues new jack city money train all this season knocked him out of the park and all of them even his cameo and money train in particular new jack city sticks out but great in mo better blues as well i just saw him the other night on joe bob's show in death by temptation he was very funny in that he's on the mind he's great we miss him he unfortunately has passed away he rules and happy to have him in the in the academy academy hall of fame
4: for sure one of the great like he's like one of those actors where like it's a bummer he never got like that like big role that kind of would have like made him like go to that next level you know what i mean
2: well, he's but he's just a great character actor
4: yeah but like he's like yeah and he's always like you're guaranteed you're in good hands when you're with him he, yep. he, yeah increases the quality of whatever you're in so um, 1000 percent. i so this is like i was originally i was originally going to give my award i told don this i was originally going to give it to christopher walken oh but, but i'm gonna i'm gonna hold off because christopher walken i have a feeling we're gonna see more of walken i think he'll be in the oh
2: i think yeah we've got yeah. more we have we've more chris to come
4: yeah and by that i mean uh our next episode we're gonna watch geely seven times and <laughs> Gonna, we're just gonna go insane that's we're just gonna be <laughs> into the
2: uh the academy we're not gonna make that 100 episodes
4: yeah yeah we're gonna make it it's gonna be the end of uh, the academy academy yeah.
2: and our lives
4: no i'm
2: gonna but, reach uh, the screen like i'm in video and strangle patrick <laughs> yeah, we're both gonna fuse
4: um but um i'm throwing a bit of a curveball and i'm giving this is our first non-actor oh in the academy academy hall of fame I'm giving it to our boy, Abel Ferreira. Oh,
2: yes. Yes! Yeah. He directed
4: *Fierce City. He directed King of New York. He directed fucking Tommaso. Tommaso. He's so good. Everything he does is good. He rocks. He rules. He's, he's just, he's like this crazy, like weird, just weird man who directs like these insane, idiosyncratic, pers- very personal films um he's just he's like academy academy royalty he has to be he, he, we got to put him in there he's our kind of freak
2: yes he's our kind of freak yes good call patrick very exciting call there too
4: oh, man for sure we had to, i had to I had to give him some love
2: um wait i'm looking at it. i got a few alts as well i got a couple swerves Ooh. I got to say, I think we got to do it. I think we got to do it. We were talking about it. It's been bandied about. Controversy abounds. Klaus Maria Brandauer. Yeah! (laughs) He's in! He's in. He's in. Uh, Out of Africa, Streets of Gold. (laughs) Our our, our favorite little man. (laughs) This this weird weird, uh, Miyagi, Miyagi type figure. We only do one thing today. It's go on YouTube. And watch the three-way pull-ups between him, Snipes, and, and the guy from yeah. Heroes. Clearly, someone is, like,
7: holding someone
2: is- Klaus. Yeah. <laughs>
7: someone is under him. The other
2: two, two, two men could do pull-ups. One guy.
7: yeah, he needs a little help.
2: <laughs> then,
4: yeah. There might be, like, a PA just, like, under him, like an Ottoman.
2: Yeah, we love the guy. He's great. He I love I love this guy. He's so funny. He, he's could have been the villain of the stream season had we done the awards.
4: <laughs> uh, great, great stuff.
2: Good stuff there. Do you have anybody else? Um, you know what?
4: I talked about it. We'll just put him in anyways. We'll put Christopher Walken. He's in. Yeah,
2: He's going to be in. His resume needs no
4: yeah he's the the king of new york he loves money and he's gonna put a scoop of ice cream on your head what more can i
2: say (laughs) between king of new york and Mm -hmm. glee that should be plenty (laughs) he's done a million other things yeah and we're gonna
4: we're gonna like cover like 50 of his movies like it's gonna we might even do uh, a walk and bracket could be
2: good oh yeah yeah man so i think we got to um one more person here and we gotta get Teresa randall fame as well get her in king of new york jungle fever sugar hill she impressed the hell out of us. She's in the Bad Boys series. I mean, yeah. you gotta love that. You know, I she think. was
4: also in uh, Space Jam, I think. Yeah, so I love her. Yeah, she's, she's great. great.
2: She's great. We would love to see more of her. These are luminaries. Oh, she's also the
4: star of Girl Six. I didn't realize that. Yeah. Oh man, we should watch. Man, should that might be cool to, too.
2: We should do a Teresa Randall one-off. Yeah. Maybe, like, maybe may everything's on the table for us. Yes. Academy Academy knows no limits. (laughs) Hell (laughs) no. What a good list of people. I love all those people. Yeah, they're all welcome to the Academy Academy, folks. Mm -hmm. Welcome to the Hall of Fame, and welcome to the listeners who skipped ahead (laughs) to the voting. Yeah. (laughs) Now we've now passed the bullshit part. (laughs) After an hour and twenty minutes of bullshit, it's not for what you actually probably came here to listen to. (laughs) 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 We had fun. And isn't yeah. that what this? Isn't that what podcasting is all about? Oh yeah. <laughs> Did you? <laughs> eh, who's to say? Yeah. <laughs> probably. <laughs> so, we're gonna do our votes first, mm-hmm. and then we're gonna see how the cookies crumble. I mean, Oof,
4: to quote uh, my favorite movie of all time, Bruce Almighty. That's mm-hmm. not true.
2: No, i thought you were gonna say something like it stick it on your head
4: stick it on your head oh man I re- <laughs> it's so funny i rewatched watched because i used to love that movie as a kid and then i rewatched it and the movie so mean-spirited mm. like you watch that movie and the only thing you the thing that I, I i walked away from that movie with was no one should have the power of god no one oh. do not give oh, yeah. a human because
2: they'll make Maybe a monkey was, uh, tom Shadyac's message all
4: alone. Yeah, it's true. I mean, he's like kind of a spiritual guy, so that yeah. might be might be onto something there. Yeah, no one should make a monkey come out of a man's butt. That's horrible. The <laughs> Evil, evil, come bad on. for the monkey too. I don't think the monkey likes that. <laughs> yeah,
2: it's like that. on the flip side a very funny joke Little Nicky that reminds me of is the hourly pineapple up the ass for Hitler oh see that's cool that's a good that's that's very funny that's very very funny yeah
4: think about Little Nicky what makes that movie uh, you know I don't know if it works all the way but what makes that at least some of the jokes in that movie work is that like the people getting punished are bad people like like it's funny to it's very funny (laughs) like the John Lovitz and the giant bird like uh, it's insane (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> I'll tell you a story. We'll get to the vote a second. When I saw Little Nicky, we saw it opening night. I, my mom came with us. Oh no! And we were at this gigantic theater in Seattle. And she swears to God that I was the only person in the theater laughing. And not only was I laughing, I was like, like falling on the ground
7: laughing. she was heard. like, it was.
2: She was like, it was so embarrassing. You're oh, the God. only person making any noise, and you were just like, you were just like, no, this is great. I love this movie. It's so funny
4: that is sandler's insane voice that movie's actually a 10 out of 10 let's just yeah. we're little nicky yeah, appreciators call it, let's,
2: call it, let's call it like it is that was yeah funny My vote? <laughs> little nicky <Yeah. laughs> sorry uh okay so well, we we had to we we are contractually obligated to some level of a weird sandler defense and that's true every episode so our our patented sandler defense patented sandler defense so we got it Whiteman can't jump new jack city two movies we are on the record of loving no controversy there (laughs) for sure um you know gotta pick pick between these movies though
4: it sucks it's hard yeah i can uh i can go first if you want yeah go for it okay both incredible movies um it's really nice that this bracket these are the I think it's safe to say these are the best. Some people might argue that Blade is up there, but I'm. You know what? I'll just say that I, I'm firmly in Blade not being in his top two. I'm. I'm Team yeah. New Jack City and White Men Can't Jump. I think we did right. I think these are like the.
2: I actually put Pastor Fifty Seven and Three too. I think we came close there. Oh so.
4: yeah, yeah. Pastor Fifty Seven is perfect. Like those are like the four like iconic, his four iconic films. I would argue, and
2: yeah. uh, like,
4: and. They're just like yeah. And I think New Jack City and White Man Can't I think White Man Can't Jump is. I think it's not a uh, controversial thing to say that White Man Can't Jump is, is like is the best movie he's in. I think that's mm-hmm. like the one that is like clearly a classic that will stand the test of time in perpetuity, and it is a uh, a movie that uh, you'd be hard pressed to find people that wouldn't enjoy it like it's just such a I think it's just like a a perfectly made film like it's one of those films that's just like everything works right all the main characters are so like interesting
2: and fun and well fleshed out it's a terrific and and interesting like hangout film
4: yeah and like and it's just and it's and it's I haven't gotten bored well I've watched it I guess like five times at this point and I still haven't gotten tired of it um New Jack City a little sloppier but I, like I said, it's another movie I've watched it like five or six times at this point, including in theaters. And fuck, it's just it just really is fun every time. Like New Jack City is so fucking fun, and like you can tell that the people made it were really passionate about it. And yeah. like, yeah, like this was like um, you know this was like Van People's big break, and he went to town and he delivered. Like it was it's kind of awesome. Um. Sydney Dean, I think, is, like, a more fleshed-out character than... Or a more... Not fleshed-out, perhaps, but a more three-dimensional character than... multi character than uh, Nino Brown. Um, it's one of the few movies where Snipes actually gets to play a person, like, a real guy, yeah. and not just, like, a quip <laughs> machine or an action star or, like, just, like, kind of a wild character. Um, but it's also not only... It's like the one movie where he gets to play a well-rounded person and we still get to take advantage of all of his Snipes' uh, charisma. Like, it's not like a Bobby Rayburn situation where Snipes is kind of stuck playing a really boring guy. Bobby! Uh, Bobby! (laughs) (laughs) Like, yeah. And then, um... That being said, um... As... Um... Well done as that role is, uh... I gotta say, I love, I think Nino Brown is, like, an iconic villain. Like, I come out of this, like, I come out of this uh, bracket really appreciating the work he did as Nino Brown in New Jackson. I think, like, even though it's a little heightened at times, and it's not always the most three-dimensional performance, I think it's still, like, there's still, like, an arc to his character, and it's about this guy just getting hollowed out by crime and just totally being consumed by evil and it ends with him killing the one part of his you know the one part of him connected like the last part of him connected to humanity his best friend g-money and when you see those tears like he fucking he, he earned those it's great man like it's just such a i think it's like one of my favorite performances, like periods. So I think I'm giving it to New Jack. Like, I just fucking love him as Nino Brown. I love his, the arc he goes on. I love the, the, the choices he makes, the, just the scope of the care, how big and kind of ferocious that character is, how much fun he's having as this evil guy, how he, he, he chews up scenery, uh, but then can still deliver these weird, sad, small moments, uh, yeah, I'm giving it to Nino Brown in New Jack City. I'm doing that's my snipe. That's my personal snipe favorite snipes performance. Okay,
2: so I think White Men Can't Jump out of outside of a couple of dated moments
7: mm-hmm.
2: is a truly great movie. Everything I kind of want out of a movie.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: It's funny. It's dramatic. Great performances. Great camaraderie. It's not over the top. It feels very grounded and human. You know, you feel like you've met Billy and Sydney in some yeah. way, shape, or form. It's so much fun. I'm so happy because I hadn't, actually I had kind of slept on it since the 90s. And I'm happy it's back in my life because I, I love this movie. That um, being said, it could be a t-shirt, that being said. Um, <laughs> That's true. When we were watching the other night, it was Jen's first time ever watching it. And there was like all these scenes in the hotel with Rosie Perez and Woody Harrelson. She was like,
7: where's Snipes?
2: Where is Snipes? His presence is never missed. In, uh, never forgotten in New Jack City. Mm-mm. He looms over the scenes he's not in. He dominates the scenes he is in. Mm-hmm. And I was thinking about, you brought up the wonderful scene. Of course, everyone... The, the tears and G-Money's execution and so forth. In the courtroom scene, though, when he's on trial afterwards, when he's defiant and cocky and mean. Oh, ooh, yeah. Or after Ic beats the shit out of him and he's like, I'll be out of jail next week. You're man. a dead man. It's, <laughs> I mean. It's, well, it's, it's,
4: like, it's like opera at that point. That's like yeah. Don Giovanni. That is yeah. literally, he's literally, because like yeah, Don Giovanni ends up with Don Giovanni getting dragged to hell by the person he killed because he's defiant and he refuses to apologize for his sins. It's the same fucking
2: thing. This is like Mario Van Peebles in this film is working on a different level because he's playing in like this like kind of seedy almost exploitation like action territory Mm -hmm. but the themes and the scope and his vision is massive. And he's after the highest of drama, like opera, mm-hmm. in this movie. They're both great. They're both stinking great movies. But I got to say, I'm in the same boat as you, man. New Jack City. Nino Fuck Brown. Yeah. Like, Fuck yeah. I think because it's just, it isn't a two-hander. This is like a big, this is like, this is a massive iconic performance. Oh,
4: it's epic. It's epic it's, in scope. And he's
2: like a truly one of the uh, cinema's
4: great villains. And I think it's, like, a testament to his performance that, like, in White Man Can't Jump, yeah, it's truly a two-hander. It's Woody Harrelson and Snipes' film. But in New Jack City, even with Ice-T, even with Chris Rock, even with all these other characters, it's still, it's a Snipes movie. Mm-hmm. It's unanimous in,
2: in the same vein that Scarface is a Pacino movie
4: hundred percent
2: but I think I I think it's like scarface is so cool and stylized no diss at all to al or scarface mm-hmm. I think new jack city sticks the landing of the social and political arguments it's trying to make yes. without getting lost in the like this is actually kind of attractive and crazy yeah
7: there's that like
2: scarface a, there's does a,
4: there's a reason brown is watching scarface in new jack city
2: but it's also like to comment on scarface yeah like this guy's lost in that he doesn't even read scarface correctly
4: oh yeah it is God, i said this a trillion time. it's insane that like people read that movie like and just think that like like their takeaway is like uh oh, scarface is a cool dude i want to mm. be this <laughs>
2: cue the irishman music leave the yeah. door open a little bit <laughs>
4: please leave the door open so the oh wait no close it. the bolivian mercenaries are coming to kill me close a, the door yeah <laughs> uh,
2: i got a uh, baseball game to watch
7: bobby, <laughs>
2: bobby. <laughs> said, right, the irishman was bobby your yeah <laughs> bobby uh, please be my friend i'm so, so alone it's two for new jack city yep like let's go to the uh We're bringing back everybody. Unfortunately, Amici could not make it. Yeah. For this episode. It's almost Uh, as if he has
4: uh, stuff going on in his life.
2: (laughs) Yeah, almost (laughs) as
4: if he's a busy,
2: active human being. Yeah. (laughs) You can't watch more Wesley Snipes movies. Come on, man. (laughs) I need you to watch The Marksman. Yeah, I know. (laughs) You're going to be the one to explain how he got that name. Yeah. (laughs) Enter The Marksman Painter go back listen to the uh his terrific episode we covered boiling point on that one yeah. one and only time we'll ever cover boiling point Yeah, oh, man
4: <laughs> we're the la- we're gonna be the last people on earth that watch that movie God, geez
2: you give us the boiling point cut so we got uh but everyone else is back mm-hmm. for this for this rousing triumph of a finale let's of course go first to My brother, Andrew Saunderson, of course, you remember him from the Major League fan episode. Mm.
9: Oh, I just go or do you are you going to introduce?
7: Uh,
2: We'll do the introduction later on. Okay, I'll say Andrew Saunderson with his vote and then we'll insert your your your, uh, recording there.
6: I have a I have a mini. Well, I had a mini bit prepared, but I I can scrap it.
2: You can go. okay? Andrew Saunderson with his vote.
6: (laughs) I now have intro music.
2: Oh, you have intro music.
1: Oh, there you go. Let's broaden our minds, Lawrence. <laughs> <laughs> oh.
2: Party man. Well,
6: Don and I were texting
9: about Fun Joker. <laughs> and I felt like it was appropriate for this, for my response, just because I didn't have a chance to rewatch either of these movies. I just have to go from memory,
5: mm.
9: thinking about New Jack City and White Men Can't Jump <laughs> from 91 and
3: 92. And my honest answer.
9: Is gonna be the fan.
4: (laughs) What? Oh no! Positively Joker-esque.
9: The fun
5: Joker has arrived, and the fan is back in. (laughs) After losing the first
0: round, Bobby
5: Rayburn advances to the
7: finals.
0: (laughs) Is that even safe? Oh
7: wait, it is. That's Snape's. Bobby. 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 Bobby.
5: See,
4: just De
7: Niro
5: briefly, says it so much, from but I just <laughs> <laughs> remember around. The the wow. <laughs> wow. One <laughs> vote for on the fan.
3: That's official.
0: But if it gets I to a tiebreaker in New Jack I City. I still can. <laughs> that time <laughs> I drove the ball with such loft. My eggs are the top shoulders as they carried me off. This pastime and I just fade into one. Expanded upon from father and son. Wow,
2: my wow. Boys, we already have for now. we have a twist. <laughs> a twist <laughs> is <it>. we have <laughs> Andrew has voted for the fan.
7: <laughs> oh my Wait, god!
2: But with an exception, with if, an exception, an asterisk. If it comes to a tie, New Jack City. So um, madness already afoot. We have two votes for New Jack City. Zero votes for white men can't jump in the hole. One vote for the fan. Bobby. Where does it go? Where does it even go from here, folks? Fan wins. I'm gonna be pissed. The fan wins, we're in big trouble. Let's of course go next to um legendary figure on the show. The only man, the only the third person ever to watch Undisputed, Winston Carter.
7: Yes.
5: Uh, I vote for White Men Can't Jump because
9: while I may have never seen New Jack City, I do know that it has like a real dour sourpuss attitude. Am I wrong? I believe I am not. Whereas White Men Can't Jump is alive and breathe and I dare say created the modern dramedy.
2: One more vote for one vote for white men can't jump. It's on the
7: board. Ooh, it's
2: on the it's board. On the board. Mm. This is, is are we looking at a Billy Hoyle situation where he's sitting on the bench? Oh, that guy's a schlub. Maybe not. Mm. I don't know. Maybe not. Uh, the only time will tell, if you will, <laughs> and I will. <laughs> uh, let's go to um, guest host. Yes, our first guest host, uh, the ever. Um, the ever, uh, what's, a, what's, a, what's a good word? You know, unpredictable. Yeah. Marcelina, a bit of a wild card. A bit which of a I wild card. Uh, among, Most of our favorites, most of our favorite guests are, and she is no exclusion there. Marcelina Shavira.
8: Uh, hi, this is Marcelina Shavira, and uh, my vote is for New Jack City. Not only is it a better movie overall, it, it's not two movies. They kind of go together in one movie, like uh, White Men Can't Jump is. Um, although it does not have Rosie Perez, it does have a baby, uh, Vanessa. Uh, oh, Patrick, what's her name?
4: Uh, oh my God, what's her name?
8: Vanessa Williams! Yes! Vanessa Williams! It <laughs> has baby Vanessa Williams. Sorry, it's been a long day. What? It has everybody. It has Ice Tea, it has Chris Rock, it has everybody you want. The music's great. Um, Wesley Snipes has his range from crying to bravado. He does everything. Uh, yeah, hands down. Easy peasy. Lemon squeezy. Was blind, but now I see. Ooh, I
7: did not expect her to
2: vote for New Jack City. Another vote for New Jack City. But again, I mean, you know, she could have voted for Star Wars and I think it wouldn't have been out of character. Um, that would you know, be interesting. we don't know what's gonna happen. Not the bridges of Madison County, certainly. With her. <laughs> no no no. <laughs> burn that bridge. Burn that ooh, burn that bridge to the ground. I came here to look at bridges and they've all been burned. God damn it. God damn it. Flaps, it was you, wasn't it? Flaps. <laughs> I'm out for you, Flaps. I'm gonna get the Mickey Mouse cops on this one. <laughs> <laughs>
4: beating up flaps i'm
7: I'm 98
4: years old i'm gonna punch you out i I have an i have oxygen tank and my left arm
2: does not work but my right arm certainly does
4: (laughs) i've got the jim henson company puppeting me you should have seen
2: the insurance policy we had to take out to get me on this damn horse <laughs> oh my God!
7: Okay, okay. okay. We gotta calm down. We gotta um, calm
2: down. <laughs> next up, the thoughtful. Yeah, Graham. high Ooh, very thoughtful. Well, Graham. <laughs> um, recording's on. Yep. Oh, yeah. Do you need um any assistance from us, or do you have a monologue in mind for yourself? Or uh... oh
7: yeah,
3: I, so
2: my, my brother needed a lead-in for
3: his bit. So yeah. So is this kind of like a, a solo thing, or are we discussing it, or? Uh...
2: um it, it could be up to you if you some people like delivering uh, monologues others um like it more conversational
3: i don't mind uh i don't know if i've quite i think last time i probably went on some diatribe but i mean up to you guys if you are down to yeah shit whatever about yeah it. you want to get it started we
2: can hop yeah. in where we need to be but uh you know graham High. i was yeah. not even there for your freaking episode so i don't know what you're thinking about anything you, okay. you know
3: a total wild card here yeah and of, of course, you listened to the episode Don. <laughs> many you times, listened to beginning many, to end. Yeah, I,
2: I took notes, uh, yeah. studious notes on everything that went down. Because I
3: know, I know you. We review the game tape of every episode.
2: Oh, oh. I am like, <laughs> I am like Pat Riley, the uh, future coach of the Lakers on Winning Time, uh, and I, uh, I, I. I am nothing but X's and O's when it comes yeah. to the Academy <laughs> <Yeah>. Academy.
3: <laughs> well, I mean, the, the episode I was on, if we should we remove, remind our, your, your listeners here is uh, Don was out and uh, Patrick had to take the reins and oh, yeah. The, yeah, do the, the hard work of navigating. I think we all, we all realize how much work it is to navigate Not to a full feature well, you did a great job, Patrick. Thank I you. Mean, I d- you. I
4: definitely learned. I like being uh, the guy who sits in the background and every like 10 minutes I say like, this reminds me of Waluigi or something stupid like that. And then I, mm-hmm. I quietly <laughs> go. By, kind of go back into the shadows, come back out. Uh, this is reminiscent of the Frisco kids starring Gene Wilder. And then I go back.
3: <laughs> like, that's where I'm comfortable. Yeah, no, that's a good spot to be in. <laughs> uh well so we watch uh white men can't jump for that one so mm-hmm. one of one of the finalists here um and that was up against major league which of course lost um white men can not jump i really enjoyed uh i didn't rewatch it so that's kind of where i'm just leaving it encapsulated in my first viewing uh so i i really enjoyed white men can't jump i had some qualms i think i called it originally shaggy dog kind of story i was a little frustrated that it wasn't a little bit tighter in some ways uh, i think the whole um cop uh the the weird debt story where like woody harrelson's character owes money it was never really paid off it was just this kind of like random mm. you know, way to raise the stakes and to add some action but it's a great film and wesley snipes of course is really amazing that uh i was it really kind of changed the way i look at him as an actor um so the other one was uh, new jack city right so if you want more of my thoughts on white Man can't jump please go back and re-listen to that episode uh don't want to belabor the point and i'd like to talk to you guys about new jack city because at the beginning i was like "Ooh, this may be a new favorite movie of mine like this movie is unhinged like it's Doing some crazy stuff, some really beautiful shots. Some really, I mean, a helicopter shot into holding a man off a bridge in the middle of like cars just driving by. I mean, if you know what bridge that is in New York City, but I was like, this is wild. And the the police chase uh, with Ice T and um, and Chris Rock at the beginning, um, I thought that was a really awesome. Like really loved the way that mario van Peebles, the director shot it um and i was like this is going to be a wild ride but uh i think more so than wayman can't jump it was really unfocused for me a little bit i think that's part of its charm where it's mm-hmm. like oh it's this one like it's an auteur story. it's like i want to compare it necessarily uh to spike lee but it has some spike lee kind of feeling of it, a little bit of that kind of vibe a little bit of that not following the rules 100 as far as like how you shoot a scene or how you introduce a character yeah
2: it's a wide Uh, scope comparatively 25 minute digression into chris rock's recovery from um, oh my god addiction
7: yeah
3: the ballad of pookie yeah yeah, i mean to me that was when i was like oh no this is not the movie i thought it was gonna be (laughs) i mean just like the way that ice T would like lean up against the door jam and just nod his head like yeah he's doing it like uh, it was like a weird like pharmaceutical company commercial just like you got this man
7: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. i'm gonna teach
4: you how to do jumping jacks <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah.
3: you clearly have never done before <laughs> apparently <laughs> oh my god uh, i mean that was my first i was like i was like okay we're throwing a lot of stuff at the wall here but once the, we got the ballad of pookie going i was like oh this is all unhinged <laughs> uh, and then Ice T, while well, the beginning I was like man he's so cool i'm like but he's completely like disaffected like there's never a time where he is really torn up about anything except the very end he gets a little heated but i'm like man this is the very we finally see Ice T losing it like really like happening um i don't know i was uh some really fun cool stuff and uh New Jack City, really amazing uh, sequences and stuff. And Wesley Snipes, of course, is like giving this really uh, amazing performance. Uh, But it's not as like uh, tight of a package. (laughs) Terrible way to say, and White Man Can't Jump. Like the character is there, White Man Can't Jump.
4: Uh, 100%, it's such a clear it's a clear, it's just a clear message. Like it's, it's just like in the character has a clear like motivation and like there's an arc he follows. Yeah.
3: Yeah. And like, uh, you know, it's, I think in uh, new Jack city, it was like, this is pretty cool. Like it's basically a Godfather story. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, this kind of rise to the top. Although you, you're like, you like uh, Wesley Snipes character. I can't remember it, but because of how um, cool he is. It's so it's not like you're starting with, the godfather you're like oh i like this guy michael corleone and then you watch him turn into the worst guy in the world right you're just right. like oh, wesley snipes is a cool dude and he's still a cool dude he just starts off murdering people when he's gonna keep murdering
4: yeah well people. and it's also I, I feel like and i've said this uh reviewing new jack city a few times like he almost feels like a like a universal monster by the end of the movie like he becomes like a straight up like demonic figure, like a Nosferatu esque mm-hmm. figure, almost. Just because, yeah. like, even his house is so gothically designed, and like his room yeah. has like a million candles lit at all times, and like right. his outfit becomes increasingly like, like Don pointed out how like he keep they like, keep adding red to his like clothes, like he's like the devil oh, yeah. basically, like he's an evil, yeah. like he's almost like a less of a character, more of a personification of like the evils of mm-hmm. you know the eighties drug Reagan all that stuff.
3: Right. And it's pretty clear. I mean, I, I totally get what i well, not totally get, but I get what Mario Van Peebles is doing. Like it's a parable. It's like this larger than life. It's a, uh, an analogy, you know, new Jack city is not a real place. So of course these characters are kind of larger than life, um, things, but you know, it just isn't quite, I think I was hoping for a little bit tighter of a film experience. And I think I'm just, I'm getting old. If something's oh, yeah. kind of me, and if I'm like, what are we doing here? I'm kind of like, uh, I lose a little bit of interest. Uh, That's totally I fair. It. Yeah. But I enjoyed it. It did some really cool stuff. I, I'm not like I didn't like the movie. Um, if it's not clear enough, uh, I definitely think White Men Can't Jump is the better of the two.
7: Um, yeah.
3: And
4: is it the better uh, Snipes performance?
3: Oh, yeah. 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 yeah okay. I think there we go. He's, yeah. He's, uh, I, I haven't seen all the other ones, so I can't testify. But I mean, I think he had. Quite the Gamut and White Man Can't Jump that he really made it work so yeah let's put another uh, WMCJ on the mark
8: there's a red moon rising on the Cuyahoga River rolling into Cleveland to the lake there's a red and oil bars
2: white men can't jump there yep. it is so to catch you up if you're not doing the math at home three votes for new jack city two votes for white men can't jump wait a second is that four votes for new jack city pardon me i'm messing up the math <laughs> pardon me Ooh, new jack's solidly in the lead i like it four votes new jack city we have pardon me did i screw this up already that's three votes for New Jack City. Jesus Christ, I'm an idiot. No, you, it's okay, dude. I, I, me and Marcelina. I'm confusing Andrew's vote. Andrew, my bro, my little brother screwed me up. Uh, <laughs> Andrew,
7: Andrew. We have
2: <laughs> two votes for White Man Can't Jump, of course, Graham and Winston, and one vote for the fan. Yeah, then again, know. sticking out. I I gotta disagree with Andrew. On that I don't think the fan is the best. Option here, but you know, yeah. these are own.
7: I, mean, I think he's
4: voting for Robert De- Bobby De Niro. I think he's voting for I think, Bobby. Yeah, I
2: think De Niro. A Bobby. <laughs>
7: um,
2: next up, the original chaos, the OG chaos agent of the show, Adam Mushkatel.
1: Yeah, esteemed members of the Academy Academy, I thank you for gracing me with the opportunity to once again walk your hallowed halls and take part in your traditions. I consider it an honor greater than any I've received, including Camper of the Year at the Sephardic Adventure Camp, which I won as a 10-year-old. My brother and I lip-synced The Girl Is Mine by Michael Jackson and Paul McCartney for The Talent Show, which we also won, but I digress. Today, my choice is between two titans of cinema history, but a shadow looms large over both of them a shadow that began to fall upon the Academy Academy during my appearance this season. As the greatest living expert on the perfect film Demolition Man, I demanded that I be brought forth in future rounds to defend it against the heinous assaults of naysayers and pish poshers. I continued to demand this on social media posts and in person calling out the cowards Donald Saunderson and Patrick Grameleon Gremion, I don't care how to pronounce his name, for their unwillingness to have me back. My pleas fell on deaf ears, and because of their foolishness, a dark blight has befallen this competition. The obvious front runner was cut down before its time, and the organizers of this tournament have its blood on their hands. My vote in this year's Academy, Academy finals goes to Demolition Man. Rest in peace, and may God have mercy on your damned souls.
2: And he delivers. God damn it. <laughs> Once again.
4: Another, 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 <laughs> he wrote another little thing for us. I, I appreciate that.
2: Yeah, <laughs> true lunatic and he's lived up to his word. <laughs> he's our Joker. He's our his Simon rep- Phoenix character. Yeah, his reputation precedes himself so one vote for demolition man <laughs> yeah.
4: also i noticed that um, when he we recorded this he dyed his hair blonde yeah <laughs> he's wearing overalls he stopped wearing sleeves yeah <laughs> <Forever>. <laughs> strangely enough though he calls himself rat bag
2: <laughs> yeah boy. oh boy <laughs> so to do the math appropriately this time we have three votes for new jack city two votes for white men can't jump <sighs> one vote for the fan And one vote for Demolition Man. God damn it! Uh, Well, uh, beloved new favorite, Mark Andrew Wilson. Ooh, change the tides. Mm. On thing, let's go to Mark.
4: The regular Prince of Tides. Ooh. Mm.
2: (laughs) So stupid. I was. I'll do anything. I'll do anything. All right, let's go to Mark.
9: Yeah. Um, Before I tell you uh, which performance I voted, do I ever tell you about the time I took Ira Glass to the hole? I was on a podcast and uh, Ira Glass is there. He's listening to me tell some sob story about some uh, uh, Honduran refugee. And he's like, wow, you should really come to this American life. I'm like, no, man, I'm out here on the streets. The streets of the Academy Academy podcast is where I need to be. And my vote for best performance is for Sydney Dean from White Men Can't Jump.
2: Okay, wow, tied Very up, good. tied up. White Men Can't Jump, New Jack City, of course. Not, uh, not exactly tied. If you throw in our two, insane. Um. <laughs> Cheaters. Yeah, (laughs) (laughs) Cheaters. Straight up cheater. Honorary
4: cheaters. Adam Bushkatel and Andrew
2: Saunders. Honorary cheaters. Uh, (laughs) Stink of the week. Stink of the week, indeed. (laughs) Next up, uh, terrific, absolutely terrific guest. One of my favorite episodes of the season. Um, Returning to give her vote, Paige Elson.
8: Hey, this is Paige Elson, and my vote is still for New Jack City. I think it has the definitive Snipes performance. I think White Men Can't Jump focuses a little more on Woody Harrelson, and New Jack City has just that all the Snipes elements we love. Bad guy, yet charismatic. You're compelled by his performance. And he's got the single thug tear that comes down one eye in that definitive dramatic scene. So I just think it's peak Wesley Snipes. You got to vote for New Jack City.
5: Okay. Very good. New Jack
2: Very good. City. Four votes for New Jack City. This is a tight contest. Oh, I love it. I love I it. Folks, you'll love to see it but um what does returning champ randy thompson think
3: mm.
2: about all of this? Uh randy always insightful always interesting and always and always the only other guy to have watched one night stand <laughs> yeah also
4: one of the genuinely the one of the few people that actually has like a legit history with snipes
7: <laughs> yeah
5: yeah so here we go hey what's up everybody it's randy thompson i'm from the uh jungle fever and one night stand episodes but i'm here to talk about our finalists white men can't jump and new jack city which are both i mean i i feel like at the top of this season everybody had to have their money on to these two films maybe demolition man maybe but i feel like these are two uh seminal snipes performances so no no shame at all that uh mine didn't come through i'm i'm excited to weigh in on these so basically both of these movies uh, represented a big part of my childhood. My dad loved uh, Wesley Snipes, and I saw both of these movies close to when they came out. So I would have been around 10, 11, 12 years old. And, um, and they had a big impact. But, um, and, and performance-wise, I think you could say these are two of the snipiest performances uh, of all of the Snipes movies. I mean, you have, in White Man Can't Jump, the, the free and easy, He's laughing, he's alive, he's electric. It's it's Snipes as we know and love him at his core. And I and I just think that like every moment on that screen is just, you know, he just jumps out at you. And so, I and I love that. And then New Jack, I mean, he shows us his full range. You have some of that too. You have some of the, like, the humor and the, you know, him being relaxed and happy. You have the threat, you have danger, you have, scene which we obviously like has become an integral part of who Wesley Snipes is and then the tender scene with G money where he's just got the real tears going and I don't know if those are manufactured or not, but it's fucking great and he's just you know giving it right to the camera and it's beautiful so you know I think a solid argument could be made for either of those performances I love them both they were neck and neck in my book so I had to come up with a personal tiebreaker which was fashion Um, and I think that his outfits in both of these are just iconic I mean they set the tone for the early 90s in in New York so well and you know you have the baseball or the cycling cap that he, he and Spike Lee seem to be the only people who have ever pulled off in history and then the double tank top he's wearing in White Man Can't Jump he's wearing tank top on tank top it's just it's fucking brilliant but New Jack every single scene i mean he is just you starts off black on black just like simple classy you know he's like a gangster and then he moves into these bright suits with the black underneath he's got you know color shoulder pads gold on every appendage i mean i think that in the end it's gotta be new drag i have to vote for new jack on the basis pretty much exclusively on the red suit with the shoulder pads, uh, black shirt underneath with a gold brooch uh, right on the collar there. So happy to cast my vote for New Jack City on the basis of that alone. Thank you.
7: to wow. vote
4: for
2: New Jack City.
4: Also, yeah, another another like good him and Graham. I think are like our best. Like they come in. There's no goofs with them. They're just giving the real. They're just giving the real, <laughs> I and really, I appreciate really, it.
2: Really stoked to do bits. <laughs> they want to actually think about this. Thing. Yeah,
4: they're not coming in and being like, oh, "I'm gonna do a silly little goof
2: mm. on you." <laughs> um, speaking of all timers though, uh, one of our our true champions of the show, Becky Feldman.
8: Okay. Hi. Um. My vote is for New Jack City. Um. While I love White Man, White Man can't jump. Um. And I did think I, I loved like the buddy, the buddy movie aspect about it. I just think the performance-wise, um, New Jack City, tour de force. I don't know if that's the phrase, but that it is the phrase. Okay. Great. Yeah. Tour de force performance from Wesley Snipes. (laughs) And my mind
7: just turns to Pepsi, and I couldn't tell you why. Smart drinks okay. to Six
2: votes for New Jack out. City, including two from your hosts. Whew. White Man Can't Jump's got some work to do. Yep. White Man Can't Jump has some work to do.
7: Mm.
2: Who's going to change it up, though? Could it be Lauren Scharf back again? our first guest on the show back again to cast her vote here we of course remember her from the jungle fever um the hell Jungle fever up against was passenger 57 i think it was passenger 57 (laughs) i don't remember it doesn't matter it's all everything's (laughs) a blur we've got everything's a blur uh it was a fun one she's a wonderful guest let's see what she has to say
0: okay I'm looking at the poster of New Jack City. It looks real cool. It's in a little bit of a blue light with some <laughs> fog, and there's three cool dudes standing in front, and cool. Wesley Snipes just looks looks great in this. Why is, uh, and then now, okay, now. Um,
4: why, is, why is that fog so blue?
0: Yeah, why is that fog <laughs> so blue? What's
4: in that cigarette?
0: White men can't jump. Uh, well, what is, there's. I had no complaints, honestly. There's two stunning-looking men in the 90s, uh, Woody at his finest, and you know what? Wesley at his finest. So for those reasons, and those reasons alone, I'm thinking white men can't jump.
2: Okay, by aesthetics alone, that's another <laughs> yeah. vote for White Men can Jump. Bitch uh, on the
4: poster. I call chicanery but it's okay.
2: Well, it's no better than Demolition Man and the Fan. So. Yeah,
4: what's what's the score right now? Give us the skinny.
2: Okay, we are looking at six votes for New Jack City, four votes for White Men Can't Jump, one vote for Demolition Man, one vote for the Fan, and there is an asterisk there. If we have a tie, the Fan vote reverts. Two a New Jack City vote. Oh, man, I love, I love
4: these asterisks. This, this is
2: crazy. This is absolutely crazy, folks. I, I know you're all on the edge of your seats. This, we're making up for giving awards to actors we can't name who played Wesley's name's lawyer. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, <laughs> probably wasn't that. Probably, like, a real lawyer. Yeah, he probably was, like, Mario Van Peebles' lawyer. <laughs>
4: yeah, <laughs> probably some weird, real guy.
2: Next up, though, another three-time champion, Nick Eliuffin.
9: Okay, so it's it's the finals, New Jack City, and it is White Men Can't Jump. And both these movies are great. I think these for sure are Wes's best roles. He's the best in these films. Um, it's a tough. It, this was actually a tough, tougher choice than past couple seasons for me. Um, but after much internal debate, I think I think I'm gonna have to give it to Wes's role in White Men Can't Jump. I just love, uh, personally, I love the heart in that film. I like his character. I I think, truthfully, I just think I like the movie overall. I just kind of fell in love with that movie. It's like a very easy movie to love with the characters. You're just rooting for kind of everyone. Um, But yeah, these are two solid, solid films. And if anything, this, which I love doing this with you guys so much, it just makes me want to go see uh, more films, see more Wesley Snipes films. I feel like I just haven't seen enough. So I always am appreciative of you guys opening my eyes to the cinematic universe. Oh,
7: oh thank, thank you. you. That
2: was, yeah, what, what a nice, sincere vote.
9: I, that's the kindest I love vote.
2: it. The yeah. kindest vote.
4: And that counts as, t- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that, <laughs> that counts as, <laughs>
2: Thoughtful, as always, if a White Men Can't Jump. White Men Can't Jump is within one point of tying this thing up. Oh, is this going to come down to Chaos Agent Andrew Saunderson's <laughs> asterisk vote? Oh, no. Could it be? For our final vote, though, we actually have, we promised it in the Blade episode, didn't quite happen. We got Amy on for a later episode. We have the entire Everything is Scary gang together for the final vote. We have Jen Saunders. We have Amy Drillet. We have Kyle Clark. Let's send it over to them.
4: This computer. Okay. Um, Yeah, um, we just want, yeah. New Jack City or uh, White Man Can Jump? which film uh, and Snipes' performance do you want to move forward? Uh, say your piece.
8: I, I will default to Kyle.
6: Oh, Jen, you should go first. You've got the most things to do.
8: Oh,
7: okay.
8: <laughs> 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 All I want to say is to Wong Fu, and I know we already have a couple people trying to be chaos agents and I am not Loki. So... I don't have Disney Plus. I hope that reference lands. Um, <laughs> I, uh, uh, I mean,
6: do you want me uh, to come back then?
8: No, I, I'm not gonna tell the waiter five more minutes. I, I can do this. I, I, it's a salad, <laughs> it's a salad, and some bread on the side, and White Man Can't Jump as a daily special is what I'm going in for, and then a little, a little, uh, slice of Noxima Jackson, please. That, that is my, my vote.
4: Hello, hello! And then, uh, I, I will, uh, and I will take that as, uh, I'm gonna take that as, uh, half a vote for, uh, Julie Newmar and one vote for White Man Can't Jump. We're just gonna incorporate half a vote for because <laughs> hey, I was
8: yeah. chaotic, but still, I still ca- had substance.
4: You were chaotic, <laughs> good. You were respectfully chaotic. Yay. Sure yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Who voted for
8: That's the best way I can be described. Kyle, if we do my album, uh respectfully chaotic is yeah. the title.
6: I like it.
7: <laughs> yep. Uh, uh,
6: Amy, would you like to go next or
0: Oh man, I just got here.
6: Oh, I'll give you a minute to think then. <laughs> no worries. I'll oh, vamp. The
0: waiter can come back. <laughs> Although uh, uh, now that I know we can be chaotic mm-hmm. <laughs> Oh no
6: Hi, My name's Kyle don't and I'm here to fo- I'm
8: here Don't do it <laughs> It's been done Don't be a hack <gasps>
6: <gasps> My name's Kyle and I follow the rules <laughs> <laughs> so I have no chaos oh, For this, this because I right. I guess I'm that last person who believes Democracy is worth preserving <laughs> uh, Yeah and as Anarchy a
8: result-
6: Don't
8: write
6: Angelina. uh, I have have kind of had to ruminate on this because it is a difficult choice. It is two fine performances, two very different performances, two really things that end up being kind of the poles of what you can get out of a Wesley Snipes performance. I would say be the center point between the two of those being action, you know, probably best version being something like Blade, where there is weird humor to it and weird action to it. And you sort of see like at the edges is probably where we're working. I have to sort of decide which is the the Wesley Snipes I want when I'm seeing a thing and I'm always happy when it's there. Again, I will say, I believe I said in the episode I was at a music festival and a woman on acid screamed next to me, Wesley Snipes, are you there? I can feel you. So I think about him a lot because I think about that quote a lot. Uh, My vote will be going to... I think that the reason I'm answering this this way is that ultimately of those two poles and a center being great but really trying to choose and be an adult here I like a fun Wesley Snipes and I love the game of basketball and I love how he was actually shitty at basketball when he made this movie because that's really funny to me Uh, I don't know if you guys know this story Wesley Snipes was in fact way worse at basketball than uh, Woody Harrelson Woody Harrelson played college basketball and Leslie Snipes insane, and that's oh. so
4: funny. <laughs> uh,
6: that said, it is a masterful performance. The scenes he has with Rosie Prez are incredible. Uh, it's 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 a fucking weird movie. It is a movie that should not work. It is a movie that is so caustic it should be off-putting, but is built around the charm of the energy it gets it's a neat movie new back city is an american masterpiece he is putting in one of the great performances of a decade so it's not like a real snooze you lose situation i think both are good but i personally uh i gotta go i gotta go with the uh honorable honorable
2: democratic yeah
4: (laughs) yeah. try
6: to One of the handful of jobs I have in podcasting I take seriously is my work with the academy and the academy. So
4: I feel like we're in a freaking episode of the West Wing.
6: (laughs) White men can't jump, by the way. I realized I didn't actually say the name, I used a pronoun at the part where I was supposed to vote. So my entire speech being now voided because I didn't do the one thing it was supposed to do.
0: But damn, way to build suspense. Thank you. That is how you build it, uh-huh. and they came. <laughs> Ooh, and and I'm I'm feeling. See, I don't want to copy Jen, but I do admire Jen. Uh, the point is, uh, I like Kyle was. I've been really, yeah, kind of ruminating over this and just trying to think because it's, yeah, like he said, it is basically two ends of the spectrum in terms of. You know, like the kind of really funny. Cause Wesley Snipes is fucking funny. Like he really is. Yeah. But then you have New Jack City, which I remember when I first saw it, and I knew he was in it. I was expecting something sillier, and what he gave was just so dark and so, but so grounded in reality. But it still had that that Wesley flavor. Um, Gosh, yeah. Like, I feel like I'm still thinking about it and I still wish Tu Wong Fu was here. I mean, I guess that would be even harder, but I think I'm gonna have to go. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) No. Okay. Okay. No. I'm committing. I'm committing. I'm gonna have to go with what Jen said. Wow. Have Have to Tu Wong Fu but then a full four white men can't jump because, yeah, I think when it comes down to it, that is just such, that one makes me feel good. And while New Jack City is very impressive in terms of like movies I would want to watch, you know, more often, that one is just kind of timeless.
2: Okay, yeah, that's it. There we go. There we go. <laughs> there it wow. is.
7: Damn, all three. Uh, all three
2: give it to White Men Can't Jump. 8-6. White Men Can't Jump victory. White Man Can't Jump joins Sophie's Choice, joins Dog Day Afternoon, and is now the only fun member of the Academy Academy Circle of Champions I've just named it in this moment. The Academy Academy Circle of Champions. Wow. Jo-
4: join your fellow films and movie Valhalla. Take Sophie's hand. Jumps.
2: And take Sonny's hand. Sydney and Billy. <laughs>
4: <laughs> the ultimate. Now that's my new Bev. The Academy Academy new Bev special. Sophie's yeah. choice. Dr. Take, a step,
2: take a step into your destiny. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my goodness. Well, you know, we didn't vote for it, but it's a great movie. For I sure. Don't, um the first one we didn't vote for.
4: Also, shout out to that uh, honorary point to Tu Wang Fu. Thanks for everything, Julie Newmark.
2: <laughs> you're right. You're right. Thank you for reminding me of that. Uh, tu Wong Fu, thanks for everything, Julie Newmark Scored a half point from both Amy and Jen. She gives it a full point. Joining yeah. the fan and Demolition Man. As as cheaters. Yeah,
4: cheaters of the week.
2: As cheaters. As the stamps.com, cheaters of the week. Stamps.com, our only sponsor, our only sponsor who's not really our sponsor. Come on, stamps.com. Give us a give us a sponsor. We we almost 100% apps and we're we're good for it. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Wow. That was fun. Fun season. Good season. Yeah, I'm happy we did Wesley Snipes. I'm happy we got to know him. I'm Looking forward to um, whatever adventures we have in the future with Wesley Snipes. For sure. Uh, I don't think we're done with him yet. No, no, no. Can't promise anything, but I don't think we're done with him yet.
4: It's not the last we've seen of uh, John Cutter himself.
2: Yeah. I was going to give an award for best entrance to Boiling Point, by the way. I forgot. Oh, yeah. When he jump kicks that door.
4: (laughs) That is a great, that's (laughs) a classic entrance. Uh, (laughs) Honorary best entrance. Honorary
2: best entrance to Boiling Point white man can't jump hey folks if if you've been hanging out with us for six months and you have not watched white man can't jump yet what are you doing watch check it. it out it's on i think it's on prime right now check it out it's good and and like you know what
4: it's um it's, it wasn't my vote for his best performance but i totally understand it yep. and i'm not like i'm not salty about it
2: oh, i'm not salty I'm, at all i'm gonna go to every one of our guest houses who vote for it and dropkick their damn door <laughs>
4: yeah i'm going to give <laughs> so,
2: my, my skills of kicking are terrible i'm going to bounce off the door like a fucking ball
4: <laughs> break my little butt oh i forgot yeah. to give my uh, uh man i also was going to give an award for favorite song
2: yeah i, I want to do a song maybe we can close out the episode with one of these songs
4: oh for sure oh 100
2: uh, i mean my vote is for the entire Wildcat soundtrack
4: that's incredible. That even that ra- that rap episode. So, we might have to end with that rap. That rap episode. So yeah. Did I was just, my favorite song. Weirdly enough, is the as as there's so many better songs than this one, but the only song I've been humming to myself nonstop uh, while I you know drive around town or do whatever is a uh, train is coming, baby. <laughs> the train is coming, baby. No, that, uh, that
2: sums up how uh, we're moving into the future on this show, certainly, and that is a classic dawn transition. Oh. Right there, because we're going to talk about what's to come on
7: Ooh. the Academy
2: Academy as so we shut the door, not all the way to Wesley Snipes. Yeah, leave a little, 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 <laughs> so little, leave a little bit open. <laughs> maybe a little Chirac can sneak through. Who knows? Uh, who's to say what's going to happen? Yeah. But we got some fun plans for the rest of summer and fall. Uh, we are taking a breather from the bracket format, as we have known to do in the past. Oh, yeah. Uh, this, this is... It's a little tiring it's not not hard work but it's it's a, it's a little soul crushing <laughs> get a little tough so um you know we can reveal the next two weeks or wait next i think we've got next two apps yes. very least and then we've got a big plan after that which we will tease out here in a moment but the next next episode we are returning to someone we really go- came to know and like this season that's of course mario van peebles we're going to be watching three of three more directorial efforts from Mario and getting to know his career a little bit for. So we'll be taking a look at Posse, Panther, and Badass. Yeah. Very excited for that episode. Very excited to dig deeper into the career of Mario Van Peebles, a director we've, again, come to really like. And then we're going to have a little bit of fun with our friend Tommaso, Willem Ooh, Dafoe, a Willem Dafoe pick'em episode is on the horizon with a special guest, where he's going to pick a Willem Dafoe movie and talk about his career and how much we like him. There's no controversy there.
4: <laughs> yeah, he's just fun, cool, fun guy. It's one of been-
2: one of the best guys going in films
4: oh man what a treat i cannot wait there's so many good like you i know. know
2: what are we gonna pick who knows how are we even gonna narrow it down to three three flicks
4: is it gonna just be spider-man and spider-man no way home who knows I Actually, i'm
2: just getting the the all of our picks are coming in right now um it's Tommaso three times through <laughs> yes the to- more tomaso <laughs> more tomaso oh we have fun but we like We'd like, to also. like we're, Tommaso. also. Oh, Tommaso slash yeah. Also, actually is pretty damn good. And then after that, we're going to be diving deep into the filmography of two brothers. Oh man. Filmmakers. Um it's gonna take a while.
7: Mm-hmm.
2: It's gonna be worth it though. Probably mm-hmm. take us the rest of the year. <laughs> um, <laughs> it's gonna be really fun though. If you liked the Brooks Brooks season, I think you're gonna really like what we have to come. With this, this, uh, I was going to call it a mini series, but uh, it's there's it's going to take. There's nothing mini.
4: No, it's a mega this. series. This, this is, is it's a mega series. It's, <laughs> we,
2: it's ambitious.
4: Yeah, <laughs> wait, this might this one might. Uh, although I think like
2: less of a chance that
4: it'll ruin our brains. I think
2: we'll we'll reach enlightenment by the end. I think too. Too. I'm. Oh. I'm. I, I think we're going to be um, have some really cool, interesting things. Well, to, well, we're going to come from this one.
4: Yeah, we're going to achieve pure movie brain, and our third eye is yep. going to open. We'll be able to float yep. around like Goku. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yep, it's right on the top of my head. Have you ever wanted to see the future? We can.
4: Yes, <laughs> it involves watching these movies.
2: But we thank everybody for hanging out with us all the way through Snipes. What we would love? Is check in with us on Twitter. Check in with us at our email. Give us some suggestions on who you'd like to see us cover next for the next bracket season it's completely up in the air we do we've we obviously have talked about a lot of people we have no firm choice yet
4: no i mean some of the names we've thrown out i'll just like throw a couple names out we've talked about maybe jack nicholson maybe uh jackie chan maybe goldie Hawn. we we've had a couple we've thrown some but it could be anyone if you want us to cover Fucking Steve <laughs> Steven seagal <laughs> but,
2: Don't, but don't, don't please. But so we don't want don't. to. It'll hurt.
4: It'll hurt us. But if enough of you say it, we might end up having to. It'll Yeah. yeah. Um so, if you want Willem Defoe, fuck.
2: You know, yeah, who knows? But we're happy to hear. Kind of suggestions are out there. We've got, you know, the rest of the year to figure this out. We've got some great episodes <laughs> along the way. We've got You know, we we could even tease out we've got Wesley Snipes' 60th birthday celebration. Mm -hmm. We're going to be doing another Halloween episode this year. Cinematic discoveries and top tens will be back. Another holiday up. And of course, probably the most important event of the year, my 40th birthday episode. (laughs) So, (laughs) To bring back to what's important, me. (laughs) (laughs) But thank you all for listening we look forward to hearing your suggestions for who to come and we've got a lot of fun on the horizon and i think the biggest thing we got to thank our all of our guests mm-hmm. that we've had we gotta thank wesley snipes for giving us all sorts of artistic treats yeah it's
4: thank you guests thank you snipes and um you know what don i think we finally figured out what our boggles are
2: yeah i think we have we finally both of our mothers are astronauts.
4: Oh no! <laughs> oh no! Why did we get to the bottom of our boggles? <laughs> oh,
2: you know what they say is like, don't look too deep into your boggle. You might not like what you're gonna find.
4: Yeah, when you look uh, when you look into your boggle, your boggle might look back. Jesus. <laughs> and then don't blink.
2: <laughs> it sounds like something judd Nelson would say to Scotty Appleton. <laughs>
4: <laughs> hey, don't look too far into your freaking boggle, man. Yeah,
2: Pookie, don't look too far into your boggle.
4: <laughs> hey, look- hey, Pookie, what's your damn boggle? It's, it's crack cocaine. <laughs> <laughs> it's clearly. Oh, yeah, I got- Pookie's <laughs> boggle is crack cocaine. Okay,
2: we, answered, we answered
0: that.
4: <laughs> <laughs> Goodbye, folks. <laughs> Goodbye. <laughs>
0: I say they call me
1: too main, the ebony lover. I validate the theory when I'm under the cover. It's the
7: Sport of Kings,
1: meddling diamond
8: rings. Football. My name's Tarula, I'm a real bad dude. Making sounds and noises that are certainly rude. But when we're on the field, my noises aren't art like a, and a, or a plain old the Sport of Kings, meddling diamond rings.
9: Football.
1: I was leader of the team for about a week. My specialty was to quarterback sneak. I was sacked and attacked, my bag to pack, when I got the word in the form of a bird. It's the you know, better than diamond rings. Football.